0: Welcome to the Data On Tolbert show. I'm your host, Data On Tolbert. This is Keeping It Real Fridays tonight, where we're going to be talking about um, an issue that we've been really promoting and and uh, you know hyping up over the last several uh, months. In fact, which is how to know when a man loves a woman. And um, you know, many of you may remember from a few years ago, we tackled that topic in an epic way. You know, I mean, we really you know talked about um, you know what it looks like, what it feels like what it should look like and feel like when a man truly loves a woman, when a man sees a future with that woman, you know, what he'll do, what he won't do. And um, that was just a classic show Gerald and I did um, from several years ago. And so we want to revisit that for uh, for 2014, uh, you know, especially on a Friday night. You know, Friday nights is, I and mean, we'll talk about this later, but, you know, it's one of those nights that's, you know, it can mean a number of different things. You know, when you're in love, it's going to mean that you know, or not even in love, but when you are dealing with someone who is viewing you as having the potential to be in love with, Friday nights is going to be that night that he's with you. You know what I mean? Like he's it's date night, it's it's quality time night. Uh, but if you are not dealing with someone who is viewing you in that manner, Friday nights is going to be, you know, it's the optimum club night. You know, I used to call it the uh, prime time dating night you know for guys in the or not dating night but primetime number acquiring night you know um you know when you're in that player stage you know it's the night when the clubs are popping the you know the streets are on fire if you will so uh we'll talk about the difference between those two uh the two contrasts and really like I said just how to know when a, when a man is uh, definitely viewing you in that manner uh we have a lot to talk about tonight though a lot of other things a lot of things going on in the media television movies A lot of different things to uh, discuss. Courtney's here with me tonight. Uh, Courtney, what's going on?
1: Hey. um, I'm so excited about tonight because there's so much to talk about, so much. Why
0: are you excited? What what, what, what in particular?
1: Oh, I want to know how it looks when a man loves a woman, you know, from a male perspective. So I'm, you know, I'm just as curious as every other woman listening. So, yeah, I want to talk about that as well as – this is stuff that's going on on TV, and I, I saw that you posted, like you know, kids acting crazy with all these silly challenges and stuff. So yeah, it's lot to talk about.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, shout out! Definitely a lot to lots to discuss. Um, you know, last time we were live was was uh, was it last week? Uh, was it was it last Friday, Courtney?
1: Yeah, I think it was last Friday. Yep.
0: I think yeah, last Friday we did a, a really a, just a classic show on. Um, you know what? What do women want in a man? And uh, it's an interesting follow-up tonight, really, because um, it's kind of the opposite. You know, we'll be talking about what men want in a woman and what uh, what we will do when we feel like we have found the woman with those qualities. So, uh, but definitely, if you missed, uh, really, if you missed any any show over the last week, we've been doing um, you know seven days of um, archive shows, classic shows, and last time we were live talking about when a man, uh, you know, excuse me, what do black women want in a man and you know what qualities you should seek out in a future mate, and um, just just uh, you know got a lot of feedback about that show in particular. So check it out if you missed it. Uh, one of the things that I told you I would do the next time we were live is give you a um, you know a little little review, a uh, little um, assessment of uh, the James Brown uh, film. Uh, many of you may remember last week when we you know we uh, we did a little prediction. You know we were talking about how. You know, it's uh, you know, it's just unfortunate in the black community that we have a tendency, as a you know, as a community, to not support things that are our own, things that are for us, things that are by us, um, you know. And, and it's really unfortunate. And then we have the audacity to complain about not having those things that we don't even support, whether it's talk shows, television shows, you know, movies, you know, whatever. And um, you know, the James Brown movie is a is a really good example of that. Really all you know, I was telling somebody, you know, online that, you know, there's actually never been a commercially successful black biopic. You know what I mean? You look like you look at um you know, there there have been a lot of movies that have been critically acclaimed, you know, whether it's Ali, Ray, you know, introducing Dorothy Dandridge, you know, this uh Jackie Robinson uh, you know, movie. I mean, these are not blockbusters. You know what I mean? These are not movies that open with forty and fifty million dollars, you know, the way Tyler Perry Medea films do or Barbershop, you know, those films do, or, or even think like a man. You know, those these these are not those types of films. And you know, what I would, you know I mean it's just a shame. I mean, I know it's never this you know, it's never gonna happen, you know, we don't we just that's just what it is. We just don't support. it. I mean it's you know, it's not a mystery, um, but we made a prediction last week where I said that uh, you know this film would probably do somewhere around. I believe I think I was exactly on, right on point. Then I say fourteen. I know I said fourteen or fifteen. Was it fourteen? No, you
1: said fifteen. You said fifteen.
0: I I thought I couldn't remember which one it was, but I I, I was I gave it more credit than, or I gave us more credit than we deserved, evidently because uh, James Brown the movie get on up, actually opened to $14 million opening weekend, uh, which was actually less than Red Tails, less than, Mm. less than, I mean, that's actually one of the, the, you know, the least successful black biopic opening weekends. I mean, you know, that's horrible. Don't get that twisted. But, you know, it's more horrible than most. You know what I'm saying? So it's just. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like, James Brown, this is one of the most, you know, one of the most successful entertainers, black entertainers of all time. Really entertainers of all time, but certainly black entertainers of all time. You know, and so we have these icons. You know, I mean, even What's Love Got to Do With It was not a a commercial success. You look at Ike, Ike Turner, Tina Turner, you know what I mean, like this. What do you think? Did you enjoy the movie, Courtney?
1: Yes, I did. I really liked the movie. Um, and it is it is a shame that we as, you know, black people didn't go out to support it. But remember, I told you what happened. When I was in the movie theater, the black people that were
2: there,
1: <laughs> they were clapping and singing along with the movie. i was <laughs> trying to watch the movie. So it's like we still can't get it together. It's just crazy. But overall, just in regards to the movie, I enjoyed it.
0: <clears throat> my my, I had the same experience actually I mean it wasn't probably as bad Although I've been in some really bad situations With just straight up niggas Acting like niggas You know to be honest with you um, But yeah they were definitely clapping And singing and just talking I'm mean, just like yo just shut up You know what I mean <laughs> Just stop it <laughs> and Just ignorant You know mm. but that wasn't my issue With this movie experience I mean for me the movie wasn't that good, you know. It was not like when I think of great biopics, I think of Malcolm X, I think of Ray. Um, I even enjoyed Ali, um, which wasn't great, but it was good. But this, I just thought was was just not a good movie. Now, um, Chadwick Boseman, his uh, his performance was to me excellent. You know, it was it was an excellent performance. But unfortunately for me, the movie it was way too choppy, you know, with the flashbacks, you know, unne- it was it, unnecessarily long. I don't I don't mind a long movie. Malcolm X was super long, but it didn't seem long because it was just a great movie and it went in, and it flowed, you know. I think they they were doing as Courtney and them up there in Chicago say they were doing the most, you know, doing way too much with the. The editing, the flashbacks, the trying to tell different stories and I, and I was talking to my mom i saw my with my parents we uh we do it on a you know both of our anniversaries are in July, so we went out to do a you know like a double date you know and um you know so we were talking to them about it afterwards and uh i you know they felt the same way, but their issue was that they you know this was their generation they grew up listening to him the way we would listen to. You know, whoever R. Kelly or whatever, you know what I mean. And they were just saying that there was a lot going on with him that the movie didn't even really touch on. You know, they they really omitted significant pieces of his life, and and, and in the the parts that they did touch on and did discuss and did show, they just glanced right over it. You know, like his um. You know, like when his son died. Like that was an act. That was like a major, you know, occurrence that really, um, you know, sent him in a different direction. Um, when his, when the the character played by Dan Aykroyd, when he died, who had really been like a mentor to him, almost like a father figure to him, when he died. First of all, I didn't think that they did a good job of really showing the, the true nature of their relationship. They had a really special uh, bond. I don't I don't really think the movie captured that the way it could have. And then certainly, you know, it didn't capture how his death affected him, which was significant. And so, you know, and, and a number of different things. You know, I just thought that it was just it was just all over the place, Cordy. I mean, you know, you know that it, you know what I'm saying that it that it was. Although I will say, it was entertaining. Don't get me wrong. You know, I don't think anyone will say that they were sat, sitting in that fit and were, were bored. It was entertaining, but as far as, like, I'm a movie connoisseur, uh, if you will. So, you know, that's, but, you know, like I said, I would still, all that being said, you know, if you haven't seen the film, I would definitely say still still support it. You know what I mean? Or, or, and, and even here's the thing, I have no problem with people, like, if you say, hey, look, I, w- I just wasn't a James Brown fan. I have no desire to see this movie.
3: Well, I say, you
0: know, and you say, all right, this is these are the reasons why I, don't, you know, I don't want to see it." Then, you know, then don't see it. You know, you're grown. But, you know, my issue is with people who, as I always mentioned, are just oblivious. You know, whether it's voting, you know, whether it's going to support certain things, they just don't care. And and that's something that we as a people struggle with. You know, we don't really do well at you know at, at it being informed and, and active about the things that actually matter, and, and we as a community suffer as a result of that. So, any last thoughts on uh, on the James Brown? Movie? I'm not talking about when he was walking around with his shirt off. I'm not not talking about that, Courtney. But anything of of significance?
2: No, <laughs> so so, wait a minute. Man. What what are you trying to?
0: Because I know why you went to go see it. I'm talking about everyone Oh, everywhere.
2: really? No.
0: Right. <laughs> I want to. Is there any uh, anything else you wanted to add of significance that actually matters?
2: This is real radio
0: that matters. Do you have something to say that matters in regards to this
2: movie? (laughs) Not the
0: sex scene. I'm not talking about the sex scene with the sister. No, I'm I'm talking about anything else. No, I
1: was good with that. No, I was okay with that. No, I just thought it was a good movie. Well. Take that back The The writing was But I liked his performance Now if his performance um, Wasn't good I probably would have fell asleep But um,
0: right. So yeah I got you Well, No like I said But overall uh, An enjoyable movie I was not mad That I went to go see it um, You know so It is what it is Wasn't looking forward To winning the Academy Awards But you know We'll see what happens uh, <clears throat> So that, that was uh That was James Brown What else do we want Oh on a, on a different note, I went on. I had a really great day yesterday. Went out to a class trip with my uh, my daughters my daughter's camp yesterday, which was which was a lot of fun. Uh, we went to the zoo. I was a you know like a chaperone, which I had never done before. Actually, I've never you know I didn't know what to expect, hanging out with a whole bunch of kids and really you know supervising them and stuff like that. But but it was cool. You know what I mean? It was cool. Um, had a good time. Had a great time actually. I, and I had realized that I actually haven't been to the zoo in years. Like really, since I was a kid. I'm like, wow. It's like totally different. I'm like, wow. Like, freaking giraffes and you know the the rhinoceros was, was there and uh, 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 elephants and tigers and, and bears. Like it's kind of crazy. Have you been to the zoo lately, Gordon?
1: No, <laughs> not since I was a kid.
0: Yo, that's what I'm saying. Most adults I have found have actually not been to the zoo. And I would just tell y'all, yo, I probably had more fun than my daughter. Is. So I'm just saying, if you're an adult who like myself has not been since they were a kid, yo, go. You know, you don't even need a kid. And that's the thing as we talk about <clears throat> you know, uh, you know, when a man loves a woman, you know, that's something that you, you know, you might actually want to do. And these are the, the types of things that are great dates. <clears throat> doesn't always have to be the dinner and the movie. Doesn't have to be, you know, just hanging out at the crib or whatever it is that these guys have planned for you. You know, you really want to deal with men who can think outside of the box and are really because really what it's all about is getting to know you. You know what I'm saying? Like having fun with you, building memories with you. You know, um, putting you in circumstances. In situations where that wall can come down A lot of you guys, you know, we've talked through private counseling And we've done shows on that emotional wall that's up You know, where that prevents you You know, you know how you maybe let yourself go And let let that wall be down But as a result, you've gotten hurt You know what I'm saying? You got your feelings hurt Or, you know, somebody took advantage And so going forward, that wall has been put up you know that prevents you from having fun. That prevents you from being silly. You know, with the with the monkeys and the and the goats. You know, the bill. You know, I, I saw everything, man. I took a selfie with the giraffe. I was like, yo, it's kind of fun.
2: <laughs> you know what
0: I'm saying? I didn't get it. I'm gonna post it. I, I took a selfie with the giraffe. It was kind of cool. So, you know, those are the types of silly things that you can do and not have to worry about someone. You could just be yourself, basically. What I'm saying. You ever had an issue, Courtney, being yourself, with, with you know, around somebody?
1: Yes, I have, you know, for the same reason that you discussed, just because of, you know, being hurt, you know, scared to be yourself. And just because I didn't want to go back to that feeling like, you know, if he hurts me, then, you know, it's like I just didn't want to do that, put myself in a position. So, you know, I was very guarded. And guys would tell me I was guarded, and they would actually tell me to let my wall down.
0: That's interesting. It's funny because that happens. Obviously, it happened to you. Like guys will mention it. They will tell you to let your guard down. But the problem with it is, is that most times, ladies, the guard will be up, but no one will be there to tell you that it's up. But that doesn't mean that they won't see it. You know what I'm saying? They'll see the guard up. If you guys, guys, got to understand, if a if a guard is up, if a wall is up. It's impossible to hide it. So the men will see the guard, and after they see the guard, they're just going to treat you accordingly. They're just not going to commit to you. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, they're going to target you. You know, because remember, there are only two ways that men view women, you know, either a wife or a potential uh, jump off, sex partner. And, you know, we can't view you as a wife if there's a a, a wall preventing us from getting to your heart. You know, this isn't a Tyler Perry movie. These guys aren't going to try to dig a well to to get to your heart. They're not going to go through the work, they're not going to go through the trouble. And they shouldn't. It's, that's why the importance of you know of emotional availability is, you know, is there. Um yeah, so but we'll talk more about that, you know, in regards to, you know, when a man loves a woman. In fact, I want to play the uh, you know, the Michael Bolton song, the Percy Sledge song, you know, of, of that title and, and let y'all, you know, and really go through the lyrics of it because um, you know, it's true what they say. When a man loves a woman, there's nothing he wouldn't do for her. You know, isn't that a great thought, Courtney?
1: Yes, it is.
0: Oh, yeah,
2: man.
0: It's, it's great, man. It's great. You know, he'll give you the world. He'll love you unconditionally. There won't be any lies, any BS, any foolishness. But, yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, what else? But, but, yeah, about the zoo, though. So, I was at the zoo, and, uh, this is crazy This is amazing I let, You're not going to believe this There are kids everywhere as, um, And obviously You know it's just the black kids You know what I mean It's just, it's just the black kids <laughs> That I'm about to talk about No white kids Just the black kids Which is sad But as I'm walking I'm walking with my daughter Holding her hand We're chilling Having a nice time Looking at the monkeys The, the elephants And stuff like that And what do I hear What do I hear No flag zone No flag zone I'm like, what? What the heck is this? No, no flex zone. And then I realize that's one of these ridiculous songs that's on the radio right now. But who do I hear singing this song? It's got to be like a freaking, like five-year-old kid or something, seven-year-old kid, eight-year-old, you know, kid singing this song. No, like, but knowing the actual lyrics to it—not not just the the chorus, but knowing the actual. Song, I'm just like wow, really? I mean, and if you guys listen to the lyrics of this song, which I'm not going to get into tonight, I mean, it's not, it's nothing. Certainly, nothing that kids should be singing. It's nothing that any, you know, anyone really who considers themselves to be a, you know, a Christian or you know, a, a, someone trying to live for God should be, should be singing. But the lyrics are really vulgar. And so what happens is we got we got kids out here listening to this type of music, singing this stuff, and then wondering why they're growing up acting out these very, you know, the lyrics that that that, are, that they're hearing and have been hearing for the last several years. Are you familiar with this no flex song? song?
1: No, never heard of it.
0: You know. <laughs> Good. And the problem with it is, is that people they don't understand that that stuff gets into your spirit. You know what I'm saying? And then you end up um you know subconsciously or in many cases consciously, you know taking it in. This is Nicki Minaj has a a verse on the on the on the remix, you know, and it's just uh you know, it's just kids, I mean kids are listening to this stuff. Parents are oblivious to what's being heard by their kids. Not only are they oblivious to what's being heard but they just don't care. You know what I mean? There's just not a, you know what I'm saying? Back in the day, my parents cared about what we listened to, what we did, how we spent our time. Now these parents are not parents. Now these parents, you know, and then we wonder why we're seeing 35-year-old grandparents, you know, 40-year-old grandparents, you know, moms dressing like hoes, you know, kids growing up to be gay, you know, no father around, only knows mom, auntie, grandmom. You, know, you see what I'm saying? You can't, you can't have these little kids playing with Barbie dolls. You know what I'm saying? And then wondering why they end up being gay. This stuff isn't rocket science.
2: You know what I mean?
0: We got to get kids around men, and that starts with you, ladies. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you're if you if you're a single mom, that's okay. That's cool. Whatever. But we, you know, you got to get back into being a successful single mom. A successful single mom is doing what's necessary to be done to have love, so that those kids don't have to grow up in a single parent household, a single mom household. You do what you have to do, and I salute many of you, you know, for for being great single moms. But don't just stop there. You got to take it to a step further. Take it a step further and and, and get love. And be blessed with love so they can have a stepfather. Kids need a mother and a father. Don't let anybody tell you that kids don't need. Don't think that you can do it alone because you can't. You know, and if you do, I mean, that's whatever, but there's going to be some repercussions to that. You know, that's why the Bible says what it says. You know, so just think about that. But, you know, there's no flex zone, Beyonce, Flawless Remix. Listen to this crap, you don't, don't sit here and lie to the people and act like you haven't. I'm not going to ask you because I know you've heard the song. What is it? It's called Flawless, right?
1: Yeah, I've heard of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know you heard the song, Courtney. Come on, you be. You, nah, I'm not going to mess with it, messing with you. Now nah, I know you' going to be jamming <laughs> to it, but we talked about this song several months ago when this whole foolishness started. But now evidently there's some type of um, some type of remix to it with Beyonce. I mean the whole listen, ladies. Here's the thing: when when you talk about when a man loves a woman, like I, I obviously I'm married. You know, I know a lot of men who are married. When you look at what puts us into that that state of mind, that state of being, when you love your wife, when you when you like your wife, you see, what I'm saying you can love somebody, but may not. You know, you know, what I'm saying you don't really like them, you don't like being around them, but. One of the things with men that that makes us want to be around you is that personality that we talk about here on the show so much. You know, that humility, that gentle spirit, that quiet spirit, you know, not this loud, ghetto, obnoxious, false sense of pride, you know, that, that persona that we see put out, you know, by so many celebrities and that so many women adopt, you know, and you can't be loved you know, if you are not humble, if you are not submissive, you know, if you are are, are emulating this, this way of life, this mentality of I woke up like this, you know, I look so good tonight, that is not humble. That is There's nothing godly about that that is actually arrogant, that's conceited. You will be considered stuck up. And I'm telling you as a man, I'm telling you this from two perspectives. From a married man's perspective, you know, that's not the type of wife that we want. Okay, that's not, that's not the type of woman that any man would want to wake up to, every, you know, next to every night. Everybody, and I can't wait for it to become official when it finally comes out that Jay-Z, you know, you know, has been cheating on Beyonce and has this jump off, and we'll talk about her and, you know, the other. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, you guys are crazy. The Beehive, not you guys, but you know what I mean. They, they call themselves the Beehive or whatever. It's just stupidness. You know what I'm saying? You guys know this dude's been smashing other chicks, right? <laughs> I mean, you got, hopefully you guys realize that. You know what I'm saying? And And the reason for that is... It all seems cool. It all seems good from the outside looking in. But nobody wants a Beyonce as a wife. I just really hope you all know that. Nobody wants someone talking about some how good they look. My wife looks great, but she doesn't talk like that. She doesn't... I look so good. That you don't have to tell yourself that. Ladies, take these stupid middle names, and I'm not talking about anybody specific. I'm not even on, on Facebook right now. But take these stupid middle names off your page. So and so, pretty smile, something pretty eyes Jones. Like, yo, what the heck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> what, what, what the heck is that?
0: Pretty smile. That's not for you to say about yourself. That's for someone to, to talk to you, someone to interact with you, like, oh. Yo, you have a pretty smile. Wow. When a man is gazing into your eyes about to propose to you, like, yo, I just want to let you know, babe, you have beautiful eyes. That's not for you to put on your Facebook middle name. <laughs> you know, your nickname, so and so pretty eyes. That's ridiculous. You see what I'm saying? Where that comes from? I'm not again, don't take this offense, but I'm not, I'm not speaking of anyone specific right now. Okay? I'm not singling anybody out. I'm just speaking generally. But I've, and the reason I'm able to do this because I've seen literally hundreds of these stupid names, okay? But if you're doing that, what that does is it literally screams low self-esteem and it screams insecurity because it's like saying you don't trust that someone is going to see these qualities in you on their own, so you have to put them out there. You know, so you know what I'm saying? you got to let us know that you have a pretty smile. You don't have to do that. If you have a pretty smile, guess what? I'm going to see that you have a pretty smile. But when you don't trust that, when you don't trust that that man will see it and will acknowledge it and you don't trust that God will bless you with someone who will focus on those things, then you feel like you have to do it on your own. And the Bible says that without faith it's impossible to please him. And so without faith and without God it's impossible to have any type of love. So what do you what do you think about it? Have you ever seen those types of uh nicknames?
1: Yes, I have. I've I've seen that. This one chick had um <laughs> her middle name was um, her name was like Tamika it's not a real name, but it was like for example, like Tamika long middle name for what? Smith. Why did you do that? Like I would see stuff like that or stuff that focused on their body, like you said a pretty smile, pretty eyes. It's just silly to me, but people do it.
0: It's it's extremely silly, it's extremely um you know, I mean it just is what it is. You, you don't you just don't need to do it. I mean we could even do that now. I mean we could even literally do our own little search. You could even just type in Tamika and I'm sure you would find a number of different Tamikas that have these no I mean really so many different names. Nikki or Tamika, or I mean, any name, you know what I'm saying? It's just, just do away with it because I'm just telling you, when men see that, ladies, it's, you know, it screams. Not just as a little, but it screams low self-esteem. So, and, and I can guarantee you, you don't want to come off like you have low self-esteem. But yeah, so, and just that overall mentality, whether you have the middle name or not, like if you wake up and you're listening to some, some, I look so good tonight, and I, I woke up like this, yo, you have a weave. You know what I mean? Like, you have on an excessive amount of makeup. You know, Like, stop it. You did not wake up like that. You went to the hairdresser and spent $500 to look like that. Like, what are you talking about? You woke up like that. I'll be, listen, guys, I've heard a lot of songs. I've been around, you know, different places. I've never heard anything more ridiculous than, than those lyrics and i'm being serious these are that that song the lyrics in that song are the most ridiculous lyrics i've ever heard in my life never heard anything more and again mainly because of just the i don't even want to say hypocrisy cuz it's so it's it's just ridiculous <laughs> that's the only word i can use you you know you're i could see if you were somebody like you know uh someone known for having natural beauty like Selma Hayek or, 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 you know, I mean, even Jennifer Lopez, who is not never known for being, even Halle Berry might even be a better example, just someone who's known for having natural beauty. You know what I'm saying? Like the talk of barbershops, you know what I'm saying, around like, wow, they're naturally beautiful. They just they don't need makeup. They don't, you know what I'm saying? But you're talking about Beyonce singing this. Like you're not, y'all get it. Like, you're not them. You're known for being fake. And then you get Nicki Minaj on the remix, who is even more known for being fake, fake butt, fake hair, fake eyes, fake uh, uh, like, fake everything, and you have the audacity to like something you woke up like this? I, am I the – I mean, does that not seem ridiculous to you? Crazy. Wow. All
1: sense of security,
0: confidence. And then when you listen to the actual things that she's saying, talking about some I know you wish I was your baby mama what like what the hell are you talking about? No one wishes that you were their baby's mom. It, now, This is someone who is actually someone's wife. You know? She didn't say, I know you wish you were my wife. She, you wish I was your baby mom. Like what are you what kind of message are you sending? Did, It's just it's hard, and this is who Michelle Obama calls one of the greatest role models for her kids. It's just amazing. So actually, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, and we were just talking last week about about uh, this new gospel song, Michelle Williams' gospel song. What was it? Uh, What's it called? Say yes. Say yes. That was a classic show, guys I don't know, I went back and, and listened to a little bit of it I mean, that was just an all-time classic show uh, Maybe one of the realest and most important shows ever Because you look at, you know, the, the contrast and the hypocrisy that exists You know, w- you know, one minute, you know, you're singing gospel Next minute you're, you're talking with some, you know Damn, I look, you know what I'm saying? I look so good tonight you know, like that—that that, it's just ridiculous, and you know all these sexual lyrics, and and just in regards to how that relates to men, I don't know. I talk a lot about this through private counseling, but when we look at when a man loves a woman, you know, when you look at how we view women, how we will we, how we will view that special woman, it has a lot to do with the consistency. You say a lot of people say, "What do you mean by consistency?" Well. The, the the problem with you know uh, loving a woman is because it's kind of hard to love you when we're seeking a, a you know a respectable woman a classy woman a, a woman with a great personality but you know one minute she's this great woman but the next minute she's you know trying to eat our ass you know excuse my you know I'm just you see, like you can't have both you can't be this super freak that takes us back to college. When we used to smut these women out on a Friday night, okay when we would have our own homemade movies with you know and orgies and doing all these things, and now you have become that woman, whereas in the beginning, I thought that you were going to be this saved and sanctified celibate woman who was living their life for Christ the way you presented yourself on Facebook. You can't have it both ways. so when it gets to the you know the the whole concept of loving a woman. We can't love you, as I said last week, if every time we're around you, it takes us back to where we are trying to escape. You know, we're no, I'm not trying to be that guy that I was in 1999. You see what I'm saying? I'm trying to be a husband. I'm trying to be a father. You know, my wife subscribes to that, you know, that lifestyle. You can't get to, if you want to be a wife, You have to present yourself as a great future wife, a great potential wife. But if you present yourself, you know, in a manner that suggests I look so good tonight, I I woke up like this, that's only going to make us want to go back to 1999 and put you into that sex category. There's nothing – you guys, listen to what I'm saying. Nothing motivates a man more to dog you out and to experiment various sexual – Escapades with you, you know what I mean? Than to than than a stuck up woman, and the fellas know this. I mean, I was just at the barber shop. Like, no, every man knows what I'm saying is true. Nothing, and then you say, "Well, what do you mean? Why would you want a dog?" Well, that it's not right, but it's real. Again, this is real radio that matters. You see what I'm saying? We got to keep it honest. Men are motivated and and, um, and get excited about. Engaging in sexual and not just regular sex, but I'm talking about the dirtiest and freakiest sex with women who come off one way but end up being another way, and it's not right. Again, but if that's the that's you know the the manner in which you present yourself, you should expect that to you know expect to be viewed that way. See, the problem is a lot of women think that sex is a way to a man. So I say, okay, well he wants a woman who's supportive. He wants a woman who's loyal. He wants a woman who is you know, spiritual. Okay, I'll be that. But then in the bedroom, I'll show him this other side because obviously he needs to be sexually satisfied as well. Well, that's where the women go wrong. That's not what we're looking for. Now, again, nobody wants a freak in the bedroom. We want a wife in the bedroom. You see what I'm saying? A lot of women don't understand that Oh, being a wife will, will, will in, enable you to be blessed with the best lovemaking possible. God will ordain that. That won't be a problem. You see what I'm saying? But when you try to be a freak before you're a wife, you mess everything up. You see what I'm saying? If you're a wife in a marriage that's blessed by God, and, again, the key word is blessed by God because you can go to Vegas tomorrow and get married, but you won't be blessed by God. If you were in the right marriage with the right man at the right time and you're a wife, then you don't have to worry about the sex. But when you're out here being a freak trying to get to the place of being a wife, you're never going to get to be a wife with the right man and certainly won't be blessed by God if you do happen to make it down the aisle. That's why the divorce rate is what it is, because a lot of people are in these relationships, in these marriages, that are not blessed by God. What's your thoughts on that, Courtney? Have you ever thought that you had to be a freak to be a wife?
1: Yeah, that's a whole life story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought that for a very long time. Because I was just going off of just, like, um, just a misconception, thinking that a man who lusted after you was actually in love with you, just didn't, not knowing the difference, and um, just thinking that I had to do things sexually for him to, you know, like me. And he may have liked me, but not in the way that I wanted him to. He certainly didn't love me. And it's sad because a lot of women, they find that out the hard way. So I hope those that are listening, just trust us. Don't try to experiment and figure it out. Just trust us. It does not end well. So just do things the right way.
0: I, I'll keep it real with you. You know, it will never end well. You know, it, it's it all comes down to, because, again, if you want love, then you've got to be one way. If you want to be lusted after, then you'll do, do things a different way. There's a young woman on my Facebook page who will remain nameless. She posted a picture of a woman dressed and basically a lace see-through dress. And she said, is this sexy or not? You know, she said, and I, I, I don't generally comment on, you know, on things like that, but I said, no. I said, this is not sexy at all. Now, mind you, it's about 50 or 60 likes, a lot of comments from guys telling her how sexy this would look on her, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I'm like one of the only guys that kept it real with her. I'm like, yo, this looks hoish." This is not sexy. You see what I'm saying? Like, these are men who, like, don't confuse that sexual. This is real. This is someone actually on my friends list. And you guys are on my friends list, you may even know who it is. But, you know, this is an attractive woman, but any woman who would wear what she posted on her page would look like a hoe. Okay? So you don't want to be a hoe. You want to be a wife. My wife would never have something on like this. You know, my wife uh, would never have a a mentality of, I look so good tonight. You see what I'm saying? You don't have to do that. So, and again, it's all about getting to to that point when a man loves a woman. That's what we're here discussing, man. If y'all have questions or or comments or, or, you know, situations that you want to, you know, clarification on, you know how we do on Keeping It Real Fridays, phone lines are open, 646-200-0366. Six four six two zero 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 three six six. Hit the number one in your keypad. This is also Ask date On Advice Hour. You know, we weren't live on Monday night for Advice Hour, so any questions or um, you know, anything that y'all want the real, you know, the, just the realness about, you know, let us know because most people will not keep it real with you, but y'all know that. In fact, I was just watching um, uh, R and B Divas L A. You watch that? You mess around with it?
1: Yeah, I watched it yesterday. I caught it. What you what
0: what do you think about these young women on there? Uh Michelle Michelle A, Shantae Moore, Little Mo. What's the other chick?
1: Um, Claudette Ortiz and uh, somebody else. Oh, Leela James. Lela. And Michelle. I mean, I think it's obvious that um, you know, they're all a mess, but they're not trying to do anything about it. It's like they're almost comfortable in living their lives the way they are. Like, they're they're comfortable, you know, being freaks. Or did you see that the episode where Lil Mo was talking about she did an orgy or got involved with an orgy or something? Like, it was just, like, cool. And then, you know, Michelle A was like, you know, clearly, you know, she is emotionally unavailable. But she doesn't, like, want to take the time. It appears she doesn't want to take the time to heal. Like, she's always trying to date from one guy to the next. And, you know, it's it's just... It's silly
2: to me. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> I I watched it uh watched it, watched the first couple episodes this season and um many of you may remember we did a, a really a good show on on the first season of it. We did an in depth analyzation of, you know, Little Mo, Claudette, uh Dawn Robinson, the first season, the ladies that won the first season, uh uh what is it not Joe Scott, Kelly Price. You know, I would just say, you know, if you missed that show, because I, you know, we're not really going to spend a lot of time talking about them tonight. But if you really missed or want to hear, you know, just an in-depth analyzation of the things that we talk about every single night from an emotional availability standpoint, personality standpoint, respectability standpoint, listen to the archives of that show. But what I'll say about it tonight is what Courtney mentioned is that they were just talking about, you know, orgies, and I mean, ladies, you if you don't know, just a recap. The, the top three things that men look for in a wife, you guys should know by now: the best personality, a high level of respectability, and 100% emotional availability. Without those three things, you have nothing. So you look at women like this who are, you know, still seeking love. N- none of them have any of these things. <laughs> you know, what I'm like again, none of them have any of them, and it's not a, a mystery why they're all single. You know what I'm saying? And and not just single, but dealing with an an excessive amount of dating and relationship and marriage drama. You look at little Mo, I mean, I don't even need to say anything about her. You guys should know. A lot of people would say, oh, I don't like reality TV. I say, why don't you like reality TV? It's, It's a great example to show you exactly what you see in your own lives in many cases, the things we talk about on this show. She's a great example of a horrible personality, a huge attitude and vulgar and cussing and Fighting and just you know, just mean you know, nasty attitude. So obviously, the personality aspect of things isn't there. You you know, respectability. She's sitting up there talking about orgies. She just hosted a sex sex toy party where she's you know exposing her own sexual desires and and fetishes and just uh, the whole freaky nature of her. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like just just ghetto and disgusting. You know, no respectability, got, got her boobs out every five seconds, pink hair, blonde hair, all types of crazy hairstyle, no respectability whatsoever, cusses like a sailor, you know, and then you look at the emotional availability aspect of it. I mean, this chick, is she She comes off as being so hard and so so tough, but, you know, clearly she's hurting. You see what I'm saying? Clearly anyone watching this show can see that little Mo is suffering through, a, you know, a, a huge huge depression. I'm just focusing on her, but really I could say the same thing about all of them. The same things I just mentioned about her is really applicable to just about every single one of these ladies. You know. So, it's one of those things where you really just have to um if the goal is and it should be if it's, you know, love, it's if it's marriage, you know, if it's to be loved by a man, you know, you want to use some of these examples and just say, "Wow." You know, I don't want, if, you know, I see what he's talking about You know, maybe I'm not to that extreme But I do X, Y, and Z You see what I'm saying? But I I, I do, I've been known to talk like this Or I've, you know, done X, Y, and Z with a man Or whatever the case is And you want to, you know, you want to self-reflect And you want to eradicate those behaviors You know, because it, it doesn't end well I mean, look at just look at each one of their lives, and we'll probably end up doing, you know, a part two, a season two analyzation towards the end of the season, because, you know, it is a good show that, you know, that does show, you know, it's a good teaching tool, so we probably will revisit that. But definitely, again, I can't stress enough, listen to that show, listen to all these shows. No show is, is not essential to your progress. Everyone listening now is listening for a reason, whether you you know, listen see, listen secretly or whatever it is. You're listening for a reason. So, you know, take it. You know, take this. I know it doesn't sound good. I know it's not politically or socially correct. But listen to the things that are being said. And you follow my advice. You, I promise you. You know, you get some, get in these private counseling sessions. You listen to this show. I promise you'll be married. You'll be blessed with love. That's not an issue. Trust me. I've had the hoes on a Friday night. And I'm with my wife on a Friday night. So that's not a, you see, either way, I can tell you what, you know, I, I can explain what's happened already, and I can tell you exactly how to get to where you want to be. Guaranteed. Am I lying, Courtney?
1: No, not at all.
0: You know? Not
1: it's that all.
0: It's that information y'all need to hear, you know? But, no, it is what it is, though. Um, like I said, we'll take some calls. I see a couple calls on the line, six four six. Uh two zero 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 three six six. Couple debates that I wanted to touch on today. We're talking about how to know when a man loves a woman. See what's going on on these uh phone lines. Call from the two one five area code. Welcome to the show. Hello? Yes, hello.
4: Hey, what's going on? This is Osho. How you guys doing? Osho,
0: what's hey. up, man? <laughs> what's
4: up, buddy? How's it going? Good. What's going on with you, man? Um, I'm, I'm blessed, I can't complain, doing well Just up here checking out a few things on the uh, internet You know, current events, what's going on in the world You know, looking at the Bible a little bit, reading that doing good Osho,
0: real quick, real quick mm-hmm. In case people may not know Osho, you, know, you guys know should know by now If you've been catching up with our uh, Following our Between Brothers special You know, Osho and I have done at least A good, what, three or four um, you know, between brothers, you know, focusing on the Old Testament, just all-time classic, life-changing shows uh, that mm-hmm. are specifically designed to, um, you know, cause some self-reflection, uh, but more importantly, get you know, encourage you to get that, get you know, a closer relationship with God and then examine uh, what the Word says and, and how we are living our own lives. You know we did a show on um complaining where well, we go we've done the mini shows, but the importance mm. of you know living life with an attitude of gratitude uh we just did a show on generational curses recently and uh uh just just you know so much stuff, but osho has a huge announcement that he wants to make tonight um osho man, jump into it what do you wanna let the people know
4: okay um first of all, you are blessed. just let me let you know that <laughs> if nobody knows it already right but um. You know, honestly, uh, there's a, I'm going to be doing a free seminar um, basically on how to be ready for the things that are up and coming um, in this world as our world changes and will change um, extremely, uh, you know, a whole lot. I'll be doing a seminar on uh, basically the last, uh, it's going to be last Tuesday of the month on the 26th of August. It'll be the 26th of August uh, doing a seminar and um, it'll basically um, be in the Ambler area. I posted the address um, on Facebook as well as 1301 Lincoln Drive West, Ambler, PA, 19002. It's in the Woods Apartment Complex off of Butler uh, Butler Road. Um, so you know, right off of 309, actually, uh, you can get there. It will be starting at 7 o'clock. Um, yeah, 7 o'clock, 7 p.m. Going to talk about a lot of things. Faith, being ready both spiritually and physically for the things that are going to take place. Talking about the control taken by the powers that I like to say that would be, not the powers that be, but the powers that would be or are trying to be. Talk about the war, uh, the war that's upcoming war and uh, rapture, Book of Revelations, actually a number of different things. We'll talk about the uh, the virus, what's going on with that uh, as well, and what else will be coming after that. So really good stuff. Um, definitely I would not miss it. Um, I don't just say that because I'm I'm doing it. Honestly, I would not miss it. Um, a lot of deep information. And I um, really want to share this for a while, so hopefully this will be a format which can really get some information there. And if people want to kind of pick you know, my brand, I'll do that as well um, as the Lord leads. Cool, man. Osho um, is a part of the T, uh,
0: TRC uh, counseling family. Um, if, Osho, you want to go ahead and um, – you know, just explain. I know you've been doing it. You joined us recently, and you've had a, mm-hmm. a number of just testimonies and, and been able to you know touch a number of women's lives. Anything you just want to say about your counseling services?
4: Um, I'm just thankful to be absolutely honest. It's a um, it's a it's a blessing for me. Um, and when I say that, I'm humbled. In all honesty, I'm humbled just to be able to try to help someone, give them some you know advice, and, and you know allow the Lord to speak through me to them in, in regards to their situation. Um, just had things where you know, God had me say specific things to people, and it was specifically what you know what they needed to hear. And so, I you know, I had testimonies of say, you know, thank you for letting God use you. You know, your advice is impeccable, and of course, that's you know, the Holy Spirit's advice. So it's God, of course, you know. So I thank God just for that. And you know, you know, like I said, if there's anybody out there, you know, that's one of the things I'm passionate about. Somebody asked me that the other day. What are you passionate about? I'm passionate about helping people. I'm passionate about God first and foremost, and God is passionate about people. And so I'm passionate about helping people. So just like Day said, you know, you all give me a call. Uh, you know, email me, OSHO at, uh, what is it, TRCToday.com. Uh, um, you know, just hit me up and, you know, definitely uh, would love to be able to talk to you. As the Bible says, come let us reason, you know, together. Um and let us sit down and and allow you know god to do do what he's gonna do excellent man osho
0: always good to hear from you, man um, I'm gonna talk to you a
4: little bit later on,
0: and we'll you know we'll get back into um you know this planning i I'll tell you guys real quick you know uh, about that you know oh that seminar is you know osho's a real humble guy, a real modest guy as he should be, but you know osho really is a blessed man he is uh you know he's going to bring the now the information that's going to be given um i'll put it like this any information that you get from osho anytime you come in contact with him will be substantial you know what i mean so you should understand that if he's doing a specific seminar you know you can be a hundred percent sure that he's going to bring a, a level of knowledge and information that has been that's just unprecedented so I'm making it my business to be there. If you guys are in the Philly, Jersey, or Delaware area or anywhere where you can, you know, reasonably reasonably close to, you know, you can get to, to this seminar, I would definitely suggest it. Well, uh, I'll post the information over in the Friends of the Day Don Tolbert Show group, um, you know, up in, leading up until, the, the you know, the, uh, the, the event. But, uh, you know, a lot of this stuff, uh, you know, we don't even want to talk about it on air. That's how uh, the nature of it, you know, if you notice he didn't say too much, there's a reason for that. So just make sure you come out. If you can't come out, um, you know we'll let you know. Uh, you know, it, you know if you're. I mean, even have to do some other things for people who are not, uh, you know, in the area. But definitely come on out uh, end of the month. Osho, uh Courtney, any any thoughts on uh, my man Osha? I know he's been a blessing in your life as well.
1: Yes, he has. He is um, so amazing, and I enjoy it. I enjoy every time you guys do the Between Brothers show. After one of them, I think it was the show about complaining. Like I was in tears at the end of it. Like that really, really blessed me because it caused me to do a lot of self-reflection on things I need to personally work on. And um, I was hoping I could go to you know the seminar with forces in Philly. You know, and I'm here, so I mean it would be great if you know um, he could find a way. You know, like you were saying, for people that aren't you know in town. Because I'm feeling a little salty right now. Like man, I want to go, but I can't. So.
0: Yeah, I know a couple people ask, like, yo, you know, is OSHA coming out to, uh, you know, California? I know Terry asked about <laughs> California. You know, people want to take this show on the road, but which is which is a blessing. So, you know, we'll talk about those things in the future, and I'm sure, you know, OSHA will, will be open to that. If you guys are looking for private counseling with him, though, as he mentioned, OSHA at TRCToday.com to set up a free 30-minute consultation, um, or you can call toll-free anywhere in the world to the, the you know, the TRC office, at 855 55 on and you know we'll set that up for you and uh, you know she'll get in contact with you. he's really good at that you know getting back to people so that's that's what that is um in fact one of the things that I was going to say a good segue is i was saying online uh, earlier in the week to never allow irrelevant opinions of your facebook friends even family to prevent you from praising god or sharing a testimony That could be a blessing to others You know And I think that's really important You know And that's Osho That's how he lives his life That's how I live my life I know Courtney You know Many of you live your lives Like that's how we are called To live our lives Is is to not be You know Focused on the world You know Not be focused on friends or, Or being popular Or being even accepted There was a time When I catered this show to the world, to be acceptable, to be popular. There was a time, and you guys heard that, we would have the celebrity guests on the air on this show specifically for that purpose. If you notice, we don't do that anymore. There's a reason for that. Now this show is specifically designed, like Osho said, we have the, one of the reasons why we're friends is because we are passionate about the same things. You know, he's obviously passionate about God I'm passionate about God and, now, and he's passionate about helping people I'm passionate about helping people So that's where we um, You know, that's, it's funny we were, we, I've known Osho since high school And then we were passionate about the same things Wasn't the right things You know, wasn't things that were of God But we were, that's, you know But now it's able to connect on a friendship level From being passionate about helping people And, and, and you know, and serving God you know, and that's what is most important in, in life. So, um, you know, just, and I, and I encourage you all to live your lives in the same way because that, again, is where the blessings come from. Blessings come from nowhere else but God and doing things that are pleasing to God. All right. A couple other things. Now, know, getting back to tonight's topic, though, we were talking a little earlier about really tonight's overall topic is just how to know when a man loves a woman. And over the last week or so, we had a really big uh, and interesting debate. And this is not the first time that we've had, you know, this debate. Uh, I'm sure it won't be the last time, but there was a pretty, you know, long and, and, uh, you know, interesting debate about hair care, you know, and how men feel about the hair care. Did you you see this debate on Facebook, Courtney?
1: Yeah, I did. And it was like the same chicks going in. You could tell like who was really um, affected by that topic and wanted to defend it. I don't.
0: I'm be honest. I really don't remember how it started. Do you remember what was the actual post?
1: I don't even remember the post anymore. I, I just remember the debate. I don't even remember what the actual post was about. Wow.
0: Oh, I'm scrolling down because I really I want to try to remember what it was. But overall, guys. It had to do with hair care and, and weaves and, and wigs and things like that. And here's the thing, and let me just share my views because I told you guys I would touch on it for you. Me personally, I have no problem. I'm not saying this to try to appease anyone. You you'll you know that's not what I do. But I I I'm genuinely saying this because I don't have a problem with it. Okay, if you want to wear a weave, you know, if you have a medical condition, um, if you have, you know, I hear a lot of people saying it's more manageable. You know, you say, wow, you know what? I, this is better for me and my lifestyle. I run, a, you know, marathon, so, I, you know, it's easier to, you know, not sweat out. Whatever, I don't care what it is. Hey, do you. That's fine. But as far as what I've experienced, men to, you know, uh, express as the num- one of the number one reasons why they're not committing like they used to, one of their biggest pet peeves, one of their, you know, just things that they're least attracted to and most turned off by is the abundance amongst, uh, with black women as far as weaves go. And then, uh, I'm just the messenger. You guys have to understand that it's just one of those things that we're going to prefer just like with anything, real over fake. Now, that's not to say that a man can't love you and your weave. I'm sure there are many women out here who have weaves and are married. That's not what this is about. The question is, what do men seeking wives absolutely prefer? What are they seeking? What would they love their woman to look? They're going to prefer her to be as real as possible. Now, if you're the type of woman that says, okay, I understand that this is what he would prefer, but I'm going to ask him and hope that he will settle for less than he wants, you know, and, you know, then that's okay. Then that, If that's, you know, what you want to do, that's fine. If you are asking him to settle for less, I would never encourage a woman to settle for less than she wants, but a lot of women are asking and encouraging men to settle for less than they want. It's like real Gucci or fake Gucci, you know, fake Prada, real Prada. You know, a man, toupee, no no toupee, you know. So are there men out here with toupees who are happy? Sure, I'm sure there are. But I'm sure if you ask those women, hey, would you prefer he have his, re-? you see where I'm going with this, ladies? And, again, it's one of those things where, you know, we're not trying to change you, we're not trying to control you, but we are expressed, because this is what our women aren't doing, they're not factoring in what we actually are saying. You know, we live in a society where, where they say, you know, hey, look, let's be honest, let's have the dialogue, let's communicate what do men want, what do women want. But then they, you know, when we tell you what we want, there ends up being a thousand comment debate about it. What are your thoughts on that, Courtney? That's so true. Like, I do
1: know this is a debate. But, and the reason being is because you could tell us as women what you prefer, but at the end of the day, if the woman isn't ready to let that go, it's it's hard for her to, you know, go with that. So she'll try to find a million reasons why she should do what she wants to do. But we can't think like that, like, oh, well, I'm going to do what I want to do because I'm grown. And, yeah, you may be grown and everything like that, but... You have to think about how is that Going to make, like how is that man Going to do it, you know, and take the selfish Aspect out of it, plus it's just not um, It's not attractive, we, that's what I'm Talking about One of the things that I hear a lot
0: Is, you know, I hear women Because I try to really self-reflect myself And, and put myself into the shoes of, of the, you know, women who who In which who participate In these debates, and I hear A lot of you know, my I am not my hair. My hair does not define me, and I absolutely agree with that. You are not and should not be defined by your hair. You are more than your hair. Your, your hair is just an accessory to who you actually are. It doesn't define you, and no one's saying that it does. You know, but what we are saying as far as men is, you know, we we would prefer a woman who is comfortable enough with herself to be natural, to be real, to be authentically genuine with, you know what I'm saying, with what God gave her. You know, the and that goes for not just hair, but whether it's makeup, you know, or wearing outfits that, you know, try to enhance your booty. They got these things called the booty pop now. These, you know, just wearing shirts that, you know, just make your boobs pop out more than natural. Those are all things that you don't have to do It's the same as hair the weave is the same as the fake eyes. I so saw a woman with, with with these fake eyes these contacts I'm like, why do you have that in there and it it didn't she didn't look bad necessarily, but it just it's just like why I mean well I mean I can't say she didn't look bad because she looked fake. No one ladies, you guys gotta understand when you wear fake eyes or fake contact, nobody thinks that those are your real eyes. Okay, trust me on that. No one, th- they, even if they say, "Wow, you have beautiful eyes," and you just say thank you and never say that they're fake, they don't think that they don't know that those are those are contacts. They know. Okay, trust me on that. No one, th- it's just it's the worst thing you could ever do. Um, the same thing with these hair, with the, with the weaves. These men see the weaves. Trust me, they know it's a weave. And in fact, in their minds, they're already thinking. The first thing we do when we see here, when we, we even pay attention to it, is, is, is analyze it to see if it is a weave, in it, which is not a hard thing to do. Trust me, it's not hard at all. All right. So just just focus less on. And again, if you want to be single, if you want to, you know, live life for you, and you're only concerned with what you want to do, then hey. Totally disregard this whole thing This little segment this little, just, this little piece Is specifically designed To help you guys have a better Understanding Of what we are saying Amongst ourselves Okay that's all this is We're not here to change you You want to wear a weave Wear it and love it But we are expressing as men We want We prefer Women who are real and I would even encourage you. In fact, I, you know, a woman apologized to me. She had to admit that she was wrong because I said she said, "Well, look, my husband. I'm well. I'm married. I'm not like these single girls." She said, "I'm married." I said, "She said, and, you know, my husband loves me and my weave." I said, "Okay, I, I'm I'm sure that that's true." I said, "But ask him, ask your husband, and I said I guarantee you his answer. Ask him which would he prefer, your weave." Or your natural hair, she said. Fine, I'll go ahead and do that. And this is right on the thread. So she went back. She said, "Wow, done I had I just asked my husband. He said he doesn't mind my weave, but he would prefer that I, you know he, he prefers my real hair." She said, "Wow, I never knew. All this time, I never knew that." And so that's all we're here for, is to educate women on what we are saying behind because we don't expect you to know. There's no TV shows. There's no anything, no forums that really accurately convey what men are looking for and just really doing shows like tonight as far as when a man loves a woman. It's, you see what I'm saying? There's very few venues that, that that offer a genuine and authentic, you know, analysis of what we think and how we feel. That's, what, that's why I do barbershop talk. So just take this information, do with it what you will, you know, it's all—it's never a shortage of of comments when we have this debate online. But then, when we do the show, it's typically not those same people calling in to discuss it. Have you ever noticed that, Courtney?
1: Yes, I have.
0: Yeah, because it's one of those things where you know, online things can be distorted and manipulated and misconstrued. But at the end of the day, when you listen to a show, and we're not—no one's bashing the weave wear. It's not a see. Women, you know, a lot of times there's that wall that we talk about There's that, you know, there's that that, uh, defensive mentality They feel like they're being attacked Black women have historically been attacked by the black man They've been used, they've been abused, you know, they've been lied to They've been impregnated and abandoned by the black man The dissolution of the family has happened over the last 20 to 30 years We've seen it right before our eyes, you know that's what you know women are used to and and so, but that that is not me that is not this show. We're the opposite of in fact, this is the only show in the world specifically designed to help black women, and I've even heard women say, i mean, I've even told women that they've seen it they say well, well why don't why are you only concerned with helping black women? Can you believe
1: that Courtney? Wow. That was actually a question. I thought that was a good thing.
0: <laughs> why, why? Why do you only worry about helping Black women? Why would you? Why would you want me to? You see what I'm saying? Why would you want anything less? So, right. but yeah, that was definitely an actual question. You know, but it is what it is, though. You know, shout out to the women who have, because who have, um, it's not about weave. I mean, we. I don't. I don't want to minimize it because it is important. In fact, it's one of the top three, understand, make no mistake about it, one of the top three complaints black men have with black women is the hair. Don't for a second think it's not important. But at the same time, it is, uh, it's, it, there are so many other issues that also are on the list, not that we have issues with that or other complaints about, but that we would like to see from, a, from our future wife. And that's all it is, man. You know it's just about us helping you understand what we want and what we look for, and then helping you be that' Because my goal is to help you guys. I want to be that and I want to get that invitation, you know in the mail. Hey, Daydon, you've helped me change my life. I've gotten dozens of them. You've changed my life. I want to invite you to my wedding. you know hey i'll I'll come if I'm able. you know if nothing else, I'll read the letter on the air. You know, but, uh, but yeah, so there's that. Um, in fact, one of the things I said is, ladies, your dignity and self-respect is not worth sacrificing for a few Facebook likes. You know, your dignity, self-respect, self-worth, self-value. Don't sacrifice that for a couple compliments, you know, a couple thumbs up on Instagram. You know, you can change the the lighting in the background on Instagram We know that's not Even that's fake You don't really look like that Don't don't change the back Just do normal <laughs> You know what I'm saying <laughs> How come nobody does I, Myself included I don't do normal I like the way Instagram changes The look of the shot It is what it is You know but you, you see what I'm saying? You just got to be yourself. Just be just be natural. Well, is, that, is that okay, Courtney? Can we go back to the phone lines?
1: Yeah, let's go. Let's
0: go back. Listen, guys, this is Keeping It Real Fridays. We're keeping it honest tonight. We're keeping it real tonight. We're talking about when a man loves a woman. And you see how we've talked about so many different topics, but it's all connected to when a man loves a woman. Whether it's these, you know, the the personality, these songs, you know, you know, the appearance, whatever it is, all can, it's all going to be a factor in how that man is going to view you. But I see a call on the line from the uh, three one four area code. Welcome to uh, Keeping the Road Fridays.
5: Hey, Dejan, how are you?
0: I'm good. How are you?
5: Pretty good. I haven't called in for a very very long time, but I've now been back. Um, I do have to talk to you about something. Um, I have been kind of dating somebody not really exclusively but dating and you know, everything's been great. But um, you know, I'm 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 one of the girls that wears weave. I do it because of the fitness aspect of everything and um uh it, it has nothing to do with that but for some reason I, I just got this vibe today, like this jealous vibe I don't know why I work like freaking 60 hours a week I work at my full time job And then I work at the gym And then like today um, It was cray. He um Freaking Came at me um, About some You know hey We don't spend enough time together I've been on vacation for the past few days And he's like we don't spend enough time together Oh my gosh so maybe you can give me some perspective. I think he's been kind of holding it in, but I don't know. Right. I wanted Let to bring it some, to you.
0: Sure, sure. Let me get some background information real quick. So you said a couple of things that just in your first line were a little troubling to me, and I'll tell you what those are. But how long has this been going on? How long have you been dating him? Uh,
5: we've been We've been not exclusive, but dating for about two months.
0: Now, obviously, you're a listener of the show. Just, just that. What do you think I'm going to say about that? Dating him gonna, non-exclusively for two months.
5: You're going to say red flag. I know you. You're going to say red flag from from knowing you. Right.
0: right. That's a huge red flag. You know, that's a, that's a huge red flag because what you got to realize is th- there's no such thing as dating. Um, but not dating exclusively—that's that's not really dating. I mean, it's like if he—if it's not exclusive, that means he's seeing other people. You know that, right? Yeah. Are you okay with him seeing other people? Yeah. Well, the, here's the thing: it's not that. Are you okay with him seeing other people? You gotta look at it from the perspective of if he's seeing other people, what does that say about how he views you?
5: not
0: too great. Yeah, it's, and it's not it doesn't mean you're not a bad you're a bad person, but basically it means you know, if you are go you go to the mall, you're looking for some shoes. Okay, I need a pair of shoes. So you go to the mall. Well, you you find the great a great pair of shoes. You went there for shoes, you found your shoes. Are you going to keep looking for shoes?
5: No, not at all.
0: Not because you got what you came for. So if he feels as though, because you know all men are looking for wives, we're looking for that special woman, and we're talking tonight about when a man loves a woman, if he, obviously you're not at that love point yet, but if he views you in a manner that suggests you have the potential to be that woman he could love, what does he need to be dating other people for? Why not just wife you up?
5: Yeah, and he's talked about it, but I've always had that apprehension personally.
0: See, here's the thing. It's not. A, that's the thing. It's not about talking about it. It's about when a man loves a woman. When a man sees a future with a woman, he does it. I didn't ask. I didn't talk to my wife about being in a relationship. I told her. I said, Look, yo, we're we're together. We're gonna go ahead and change that Facebook status. Go ahead and link these profiles together. This is what it is. There's nothing to talk about when you're a man you know, and you see what you want. We as men, we're go-getters. We get what we want. It's nothing to, and that's no disrespect to women, you know, as being weak or anything like that, but we're men. We take control. If I'm dealing with you and I want to be with you, I'm going to be, we're going to be together. I'm not going to talk to you, but we're going to be together. And if you're not with that, then I'm going to keep it moving. It's just, that's just what it would be. You see the difference there? He's not doing that. And the reason there's not that, Um, You know that That sense of urgency You know and and That go getter mentality is because Well it doesn't appear That he's viewing you in that way but also Because he's comfortable because he's probably got a couple Other women that He's talking to or dealing With on some level
5: Yeah that's very true
0: Or do you know that For a fact that he is in fact dealing with other women No No has he, have you had your suspicions?
5: Yeah, kind of. Okay. Let me ask
0: you this just out of curiosity. If it became clear that he was, in fact, dealing with other women, would you continue talking to him?
5: No. Nope.
0: Well, now, that's, see, here's the thing. Now, this is where it becomes interesting, and I hope you guys are listening across the country right now because this is very important. Think about what you're saying. You said that you're – you know, you're okay with him dealing with other women. You, you know, because so, you're not exclusive. You're okay with that, but you don't know that for a fact. But if you did become aware of the fact that he was definitively dealing with other women, then you would remove yourself from the equation, right? Of course. But you just said you were okay with it.
5: Because uh, we're not on that level. That's
0: why. Right. So why would you have a problem with it if you found out he was dating someone else?
5: Yeah, because I feel like um, <laughs> my friend just said my friend just said what you what you were getting at, Daton. So.
0: Okay. All right. You. I, I want you to uh, let everybody know where you're calling them from.
5: St. Louis, and and actually, I have to ask something on behalf of my friend. This is not for me. Uh, this sure. Is, um, sure. For my buddy. A guy, not a guy. So yeah. Um. So anywho, um. He's been in a relationship with this girl for ten months. Exclusive. They are. Uh, he left his city to be in the same city. Um. It, it was a little more to it than that. Um. I guess he he says that he had more. Uh, uh, I can't I can't think of the word, but he had more things, work-related, to make him move there as well. There's been so many red flags. Um, he's been, when he first got there, I'm sorry, I have to put that out there. When he first got there, she disappeared for a while, and uh, for a couple of days, right? She disappeared for a couple of days, and then she magically popped up, and um, she came back. Uh, she said she wasn't, she was afraid or something. She was, like, afraid, and she was, she didn't know. And I guess, um, yeah, she was afraid or whatever. And then there's been many red flags, and this is just the most recent. There's been more up until this, but this is the most recent. And this kind of peed me off, so excuse if I use any foul language. But um, she said, uh, the last one was she was she had a uh, since last December she had been having a online relationship emotional online relationship and through phone uh, he's telling me this through phone with another man and she says she she never met him she never did anything with him and that um.
0: Hold on, hold on. No. Not to cut you off, not, not to cut you, off, but it, just in the interest of time, because I've already heard not way done. too much about this situation. My question to this guy: he's been dealing with her for ten months, but in December, which is within that ten months, she was dealing with somebody else. Yes. So that, to me, that's. I don't need to hear anything else. That my question to him is: why is he still dealing with her? That means she was cheating on him.
5: Said that he didn't find out till July. That's
0: why. Well, this is August. <laughs> so why is he still dealing with it?
5: That, uh, that was my question. That's what I asked him to.
0: This August eighth. Y'all, y'all keep listening, man. This, is, this, is, what's going, what's going on out here, Courtney, over in St. Louis? What, what, where they do that at?
2: <sighs>
0: wow.
1: <laughs> Stop the assurance.
0: Here's the thing. Let me just say this about that. Listen, guys, you know, just going back to her for a second, this is good. I like this. This is what we need, keeping it real Friday. This is what we're here for. Clarification, you know, real situations, real advice, not sugarcoated. no, no, you know, let's just tell her what she wants to hear because she listens to the show. No, no, no. No, I'm going to be honest. Two things here. This guy is playing you. Okay, you know, I mean, I, I I like you, I appreciate you for listening to the show, but he's playing you, you know, and, and the the fact that he's he not you, but the fact that he is okay with casually dating you, you got to understand, we don't casually date women that we're serious about and that we have plans on being serious about. When we're serious, then we commit to you plain and simple. Not only do we commit to you, but we commit and we show you to the world. Go look at my page. Go look at my Instagram. All you see on my Facebook page and my Instagram pictures of my wife and pictures of my daughter. That's really it. That's basically my whole life. I have no life. I I went from being, you know, the party king, Mr. Popularity, you know, to being a family man and I love it. You see what I'm saying? My wife said, she's like, wow, you, don't, you haven't been out in a while. Have? I said, no, it's for what? There's no need to. I said, I'll be chilling. That's it. So, you know, when a man is okay still living that casual, you know, uh, lifestyle, that means he's not viewing you as a wife. And, Courtney, if a man is not viewing you as his wife or a potential wife, how is he viewing you? As his home. Right, and I, and I didn't ask her, is this a sexual situation or anything like that? I, mean, I suspect that it may be, uh, but even if it's not, you got to understand, it's, in his mind, he's not viewing you as his future wife, which means eventually his true intentions will be known. 2 months is a very long time. It may not seem like it, but it's a very long time to just be casually talking to someone on a regular basis without, you know, as a man, not as a woman, but as a man, we don't we don't waste time. We don't take a long time to rec- recognize when we, you know, see someone that we want to spend the rest of our life with. So that just understand if he's dealing with these other women, whether you you said if you knew about it then you'd be you'd be gone. But what I'm telling you is, is because it's casual, because it's not exclusive, because it's been two months, two months, he definitely is. So whether you know about it and you, if he's good at what he does, you won't know about it, you know. So just take this, tonight's show, ask that confirmation that you said that would cause you to walk away. I'm giving you the kind con- You don't have to. Find out, see a text message, read an email. You don't have to wait for that. I'm telling you definitively, this man is seeing other people, all right, and most likely having sex with other people. So that will be the, tonight, you really need to just walk away, cut your losses. Now, this, your friend, I don't know what's up with this dude. I mean, you know, I appreciate him for listening too, but only thing is, I mean, she, she, she disappeared. This dude relocated for her? He relocated for her, and then when he relocated, he got there, she disappeared. Well, I mean, you got to ask yourself, I mean, where do you think she was? I mean, you know, if she disappears, I know, you know, if a man disappears, you know where he's at. He's with another woman. If a woman disappears, she's with another man. And she's not just with another man, but she's having a, sex, a sexcapade with that man you know a sex fest you know she she didn't just have an emotional affair you know and she she was doing some other things as well that's just what she told you oh no it wasn't physical trust me if a woman disappears you you should know what's going on um so that happened in december you said you didn't find out till august well but that's what or till july but this is august and now you know so the question is now you know what are you going to do, you know, and me, I'd be gone, you let let these women take these men back and give them five and six, seven chances, that's not what we as men do, bro, well, you got to walk away, what are your thoughts on that, Courtney?
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, it, to me, it's, you know, pretty um, cut and dry that he needs to walk away, it's, really no reason to stay um but then in regards to the woman her um her question yeah two months that is a long time and and we as women we and i'm not speaking for all of us but a lot of us we will stick around and hope that things will get better and it never does i've casually talked to you know men for years and (laughs) that's i mean that's really bad so don't even let it get to that point. Now you know what you need to do. Just let it go. You don't need don't wait around to get the proof. It's just just walk away. That's the best thing.
0: As Courtney said, she's casually talked to people for years. This is the one thing that I'll say about this is that ladies, these types of situations have no expiration date. That's the that see all women want to get married. You want love, you want to get married, you want it to move, you know, to progress. But when a man doesn't have that sense of urgency, when he's not viewing you in that way, there's no, you know, time frame that he had, that, that has to wrap up in. You know, we can have, you know, and, and many men do this. They will literally have a friend with benefits for two years, but then at the same time have their quote-unquote main chick who they're talking to for a year, or in a relationship with, I should say, and then they marry her after two years. You know, they'll be carrying on two relationships simultaneously. I ever told you about? I, oh, I know. You, I told you guys, and many of you may not remember from a couple of years ago when me and Joe were on the show. It was crazy. This was when I was going to the clubs. I was out at the club, and I was I had some drinks in me, so I was you know I was having a good time that night, and so I'm in the club, and this woman walks up to me like, Hey, Data, what's up? I'm like, uh, what's up? Like, I had no idea who she was. Gave me a hug and everything. I'm like, uh, what's, what's going on? She's kind of heavy set. um, You know, just not, in, you know, in my opinion, not uh, anyone I would have been attracted to. But she was like, what's up? She's like, where's your where's your friend at? I'm like, um, uh, I don't know. And I didn't want to, like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know if it was because I had some drinks in me or, or what. But I, was just like, uh, I was like, I don't even know where he's at. She's like, come on, where is he at? I know he's here with you. I was like, nah, yeah, he's around somewhere. She's like, all right, well look, when you see him, just tell him to call me. Tell him to hit me up. Tell him I'm here too. I'm like, okay. So I went back. She's like, I'm like, uh, I was like, dang, I forget your name again. She's like,
2: come on, dude,
0: huh? I, I She's like, nah, it's so-and-so. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, my fault, my fault. I was like I got the drinks in me. She's like, okay, nah. She's like, you crazy, did huh? I was like, alright. She's like, she's like, you know, I'm. She's like, she said something like. I'm his girl, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, she just telling him his girl. That's what she tell him to call his girl. I was like, I'm like his girl. I was like, oh, you his girl? She's like, come on, please. You know I've been his girl. I was like, oh yeah, no, nah, yeah. You right, you right, you're right. Played it off. And so <laughs> I went back to him. I'm like, yo, um, yo, you know, uh, yo, this chick over there. She said, you know, she said, she said she's your girl. Now, mind you, this is somebody I was friends with. And he ha- he didn't have a girlfriend, <laughs> you know, I knew that for a fact. he didn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> so he was like, "Yo, oh, you know this, this chick Or there? She's talking about you, you, you know, call your girl. She said she's your girl, she wants you to hit her out. She's been looking for he's like, Come on, man, you know that chick ain't my girl. I was, like, I was like, What's up? I mean, you better handle that, she looking for you, She she thinks she's your girl. She's like, Come on, man, you know what I'm doing tonight, man. I ain't you know what I'm saying? She definitely ain't come on, he's like, You know me, that long story short, guys, she thought she was obviously his girlfriend. This man was clearly no one's girlfriend. You know, a bigger player at the time than myself. So, you know, you, the point of the matter is, when you are dealing with a man who loves you and, and and has a you know plans on being with you forever, you will know definitively that he is your man. You will know that you are his girlfriend. There will be no doubts. There will be no confusion. There will be no uncertainty. Okay? You won't have to ask where your man is. You will know exactly where he is. My wife always knows where I am, when I'm coming home. You know what I'm saying? It's not about control. It's about me wanting to let her know what's going on, what I'm doing, how I'm spending my time. You see what I'm saying? That's really all that, you know, love is about marriage is about. It's very easy. A lot of people say I don't want to get married. It's too complicated. I say no, no. Marriage is <laughs> it's not complicated at all. It's actually that's why they say it can be. Now I'm not going to say boring cuz it's not boring, but it's it's very um it's very easy. Dating is complicated. It's like marriage, you know everything, you know what's going on, you know what time is dinner, what's for dinner, what are we doing this weekend, what's you know it's just very organized and which is great, which is how it's supposed to be, very stress free when it's right, when it's not right, then that's when it can be extremely complicated. But my life is very stress free. My life is very um very uncomplicated, so you guys you get my point right, Gordon?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do. I just want to make a comment about the um, woman in the story. <laughs> she reminded me of myself just as far as just being delusional and um, just thinking that um, she was the girlfriend. I I think a lot of women, including myself, I'm talking about myself too, um, can relate to that, just wanting it to be more than it was. And then a lot of times the man and those friends who benefit situations those types of situations, he'll make you believe every step of the way that he's looking for something with you, even though he's not. And so that causes a lot of women just to be delusional and, like, you know, they have a right to question, you know, dictate where he goes and all those things. So, yeah.
0: Right. It's funny because I was just doing a session with someone yesterday, actually. Uh, Shout out to her if she's tuned in, where I was saying that, you know, even when a man is viewing you in a non-respectable way, in a, you know, a hoish type of way, a friends with benefits type of way, it's all the same. A jump off, you know, someone, someone of convenience, then, you know, you, you can't just, you know, put that out there. You can't just, you have to market it. You have to wrap it up in a nice pretty little bow to get the woman to be okay with it. There's always some explanation. There's always some rationale for why you have to be viewed in that way. Why you have to be, you know, oh, it's my money. I got to get my money right. I got to get my finances. I want to wait till I finish school. There's always something that he's gonna say to get you to be okay with being a friend with benefits. But again, it's all lies. It's all BS. Nothing is ever going to be a, a, a valid reason for why we can't move forward with something that we've really wanted our whole life and still want to this day, which is love, which is marriage, which is a wife. All men want a wife. If he's giving you excuses, it's because he doesn't want that with you. He wants it, just not with you, which is, which can be a tough pill to swallow. In fact, I wanted to go over with you guys uh, this week's emotional availability pop quiz. If you guys haven't got a chance to add yourselves to the Friends of the Data on Talbot Show group, go ahead and do so uh, where you can see the results of these uh, these quizzes. A lot of women I know personally, you know, have been taking these assessments privately, which is cool, but, you know, you, you want to not be afraid to express yourself publicly. You know, it's the, again, I, as I always say, you know, with these situations, there is no right answer There is no correct answer It's just, you know, answers that Will have a higher probability Of you getting the result that you are seeking You know, there's no, you know, you're grown You know, don't be, you should never be afraid To answer a question about your life wrong You know what I mean? How can you be wrong about your life? Um, So, but yeah, now, Courtney I want to i didn't I want to hear your answer to this one, uh, but i 'll read the question, and I want to hear you you know how you would respond, and we 'll um, read some of the other answers uh, from the Friends group. Uh, the question is you 've been dating someone for a couple of years, and things have been going great. The relationship is serious, and the two of you have discussed marriage and building a life together. When you bring up the topic he states that he really wants to marry you but he's just not where he wants to be in his life. He wants to be in a position financially to provide for you and feels that you deserve the best. Therefore, he's very adamant about waiting a few more years before getting married. You really really respect that he cares so much about you, but to be honest, money isn't an issue and you know some great cost-effective strategies to use until he becomes financially stable. What's the best way to communicate your feelings without offending him? What are your thoughts on that, Courtney?
1: So I really don't think um, there needs to even be a conversation because um, based off the information, that man is not taking – me seriously because it just sounds like a bunch of excuses and and you were just talking about men being go-getters and when they see something they want they get it so you know even if he may not be where he wants to be financially that wouldn't stop him from marrying me if he viewed me in that way so i mean i I don't feel like it's really a conversation to really have about it it's just the relationship just needs to end because it's too many excuses and then yeah. also one last thing Oh I'm sorry Just one last thing And um, the question that says You know whenever I bring up the topic It seems like Well why am I bringing up the topic Why am I more passionate about Getting married than you are It's like you know I don't know That's what I think
0: I like that last part that you said Which is one of the things that I want to touch on Is that See there's so many different red flags here You've been dating someone for a couple of years, and things have been going great. See, dating someone, this, this young woman, you heard what I told her earlier in the show from the St. Louis area. She was only dating somebody for two months, and I told her that was too long because in his mind, he would have already most likely at least said, hey, look, let's be exclusive. So imagine what I'm going to say after dating someone for a couple of years, just casually, no engagement ring, no no nothing, just pure conversation about it, like the young woman said, she, you know, and I, I, it's funny, a lot of women will even put it on themselves. Well, well, he talks about it, but I am not ready. But well, if you're not ready, that's emotional unavailability, or if you're not ready, that is specifically because of something that he has done to put those doubts into your mind. All women are ready. Trust me, you're ready for love. But you may not be ready for love with him because of the uncertainty that he has put into your mind. You know, like I hear women say all the time, well, I've been, you know, I, I get proposed to all the time. Well, that's not, I mean, that that's, makes you look bad. You know what I'm saying? If you if you're constantly getting proposed to, but you're attracting men who you don't feel comfortable saying yes to, you know, obviously those are not men sent from God. Obviously, those men are not viewing you in a serious manner. You know, getting a a proposal with a a bubblegum machine ring is not, you know, that's not significant. You know, being proposed to by one man, the man that God has for you, that's significant. So dating someone for a couple of years, everyone should have hopefully seen that that is the first red flag right there. Everything that comes after this is irrelevant because if you've been dating somebody for a couple of years and this guy hasn't asked you to marry him, you know, that that's going to mean a number of negative things. Uh, and here's the thing. You know, she said the same thing on the call that this young woman put in the letter. It says, and things have been going great. We just de- determined... on On the call That this guy is dealing with other women And is not viewing her As his future wife But she said that things are going great Courtney how great can things be going If someone is not viewing you as their future wife
1: Not good at all
0: Right It's not Same thing in this question You've been dating someone for a couple years And things have been going great The relationship is serious That's relative the relationship really isn't that serious. It may be serious to you, but if he's just casually dating you after two years, he's seeing other people. So to him, it's not serious. says the two of you have discussed marriage and building a life together. That is a red flag. in A lot of women have been conditioned to think that because a man mentions marriage or talks about marriage as opposed to never mentioning it, that's a good thing. No, talking about marriage is not a good thing. Hear what I'm saying, guys. A man talking about marriage, talking to you about building a life with you is not good. It's because what he's doing is he is mentally trying to convince himself. That means there are things that he's unsure about that he wants to talk to you, and hopefully you will somehow convince him that you are the one as opposed to his jump off or as opposed to this other woman that he's talking to and having sex with. He's trying to make a decision. A lot of these guys are living double lives and hopefully he's giving you an opportunity to, to you know, sway him one way or the other. That's real I mean, I'm telling you straight up, that's what these conversations are really for. You think it's oh my gosh, he's talking to me about a future. No, no. He's giving you an opportunity. You ever uh what's that show? Um, what is it? Uh I don't even watch it, but um Donald Trump show. What's that? Uh The Apprentice.
1: The Apprentice.
0: You, you know how they they you know you go into the room or whatever and you basically got to fight for your life and make a case for why you shouldn't be eliminated? Mm-hmm. Is is that basic that is that type of thing. It doesn't you may not see it that way, but that's what it is. <laughs> that's what you're doing. You're really making a case for why it should be you and he's just you know doing it in that in that you know that form. Um but the reason why I say this is ask my wife how how many conversations we had about building a life together. How many conversations we had about... Marriage? Ask me real quick. Courtney. How many How many times did I did I actually talk to her about marrying her? Just ask me.
1: Tell us, Dana. How many times have you talked to Danny about marrying her?
0: Zero. Zero. And she'll tell you. I'll go get her on the phone right now. You know, zero. There was no need to. There's, like, see, that's the thing. If you... You know, not if you, but when you, as a man, know something. You know, a decision that you have made. In it's all about us. We do what we want to do. My wife will tell me she's like, "Oh, well, you're just going to do what you want to do anyway." That's what she's right. That's the type of man I, I make things happen. I have an idea, I make it happen. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to do something. I think about doing. I do. I don't talk about it. I don't you know waste a lot of time. I do it. You guys see a lot of things that I've thought of, and I just did it. That's just what it is. So there's no need to talk about it. Now, again, as I always tell you, you can talk about little things like, okay, what kind of ring do you want? What kind of wedding do you want? You know, do you want to elope? Do you want to go to the, you know, a destination wedding? Do you want a big wedding, a small wedding? Do you want to go to a courthouse? You know, what do you want to do? What are the, the logistics of it? You know, Unless you're talking about logistics, it ain't nothing to talk about. You see what I'm saying? But if you're talking about so, uh, you know, yeah, could you see yourself being with me and, you know, uh, just all that stupid stuff, all that stuff that y'all, you all you guys know what I'm talking about. I can't even formulate the words because I don't even know what it's about. I don't do it. I don't talk. I never did it. But you guys know all that, you know. You ever t you ever had a man, Courtney, talk to you about marriage? Yes, I have.
1: I have had children what... with
0: me. Yeah, what was the conversation like? Just a little, like, what was what kind of BS was he talking about?
1: Oh, uh, I think it was something just like, yeah, you know, I could see us, you know, being married and, you know, having a family. Just stuff like that. You know, and right. stuff that will put me into a certain, you know, place.
0: Oh, yeah. And and that's when those panties drop. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They, they, <laughs>
2: that's what I was trying to say. Yeah.
0: Right. They come yeah. right off. It, they, they, they get, uh, you know, what I'm saying, they get real slippery. They just, they just come right off, and that's what it's for. That's the intended purpose purpose. It sounds good. It puts you into that warm and fuzzy state of mind, you know. And then that's it. And then the panties come down. And then you know, sex goes down. And then you don't hear about that conversation for another couple months Until you start getting a little antsy. Then he's gotta, you know, do it all over again. But when when a man is serious, there's nothing to talk about. When a man loves you. When a man loves a woman. Okay It's not going to be those games It's not going to be the foolishness It's just going to be look I took her took her down to Orlando You know what I'm saying I smuggled the ring onto the plane I didn't know if the metal I was, That was the nervous They said were you married by? Now, The, mo, the nervous I've, most nervous I've ever been Was trying to get that ring on the uh, Through the metal detectors Thinking that it was going to somehow go off And then my whole surprise was going to be ruined That was the most nervous that I was You see what I'm saying But other than that um, you know, it was smooth sailing. She had no idea. You know, and so that's that's how it will be. She had she'll tell you she had no idea. No no it was no conversations, it was no none of that. It was just this is what it is. She said yes, we got engaged, a year later we were married. It takes about just so you guys know, it takes about a year to plan a nice wedding. Doesn't take five they say you guys see on the news, you guys see on the what am I, perfect example. If you guys have been following entertainment news, Michael Strahan and Eddie Murphy's wife, right, Eddie Murphy's ex-wife, just got, or got, uh, they broke up. They separated after a five-year engagement. Oh, they separated after five years. Surprise, surprise. I mean, you guys see what I'm saying? What are we talking about tonight? A five-year engagement? Was anybody who listens to this show really surprised that that ended after five years? Again, no one deals with someone for that long if they're viewing them in a serious manner. How many more examples of this do we need to see? Emotional unavailability. I don't watch it, but I think my wife does, and I've heard little things. She's emotionally unavailable. Clearly, that whole Eddie Murphy thing—that yeah, she's not over that, you know—and that's that's why she attracted a man like Michael Strahan. Did you hear about this whole thing on the news?
1: Yeah, I heard about it. I just, I wasn't surprised. I was like, oh, okay.
0: Guys, this, see, what this show is designed to do, what we've been doing for the last 10 or so years, we are specifically trying to take the guesswork out of dating and relationships. Okay? There's no, nothing should surprise you. Okay? Nothing should be a secret. Nothing should be a mystery. It's like if you're emotionally available, you'll attract the man that God has for you. You'll, you'll live happily ever after. If you're not, you'll attract the liars, the dogs, the cheaters, and the players. And then you know who will treat you in, in everything that we've been talking about tonight. You know, dating for two months, no commitment, engaged for five years. You know, girlfriend disappearing for you know two a weekend. Like, like what's what's
3: going on out
0: here? The heck is happening? So so there's that. Now, but just going back to this question, it says, you know, when you bring up the topic, he states that he really wants to marry you. Ladies, stop bringing up the topic. Y'all, forget bringing up the topic. Y'all actually getting down on one knees and proposing to these men. Ladies, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. When a man wants to be with you, when a man loves you, he will bring up the topic. He will start the conversation. He will plan. I would ask my wife, I said, so look, you know, so what's up with this wedding? Like, what, you know, what do we got to do? What Did you call the floral uh, company, uh, you know, the limousine company? What, what's, how much do we owe on this? You know, who's paying for that? You know, what's the balance here? What time do the bridesmaids have to get to the hotel? Like, it's just, that's a lot of stuff that I was passionate about, planning the logistics of it. You know, making sure everything ran smoothly, making sure the money was right, you know, and, and really just, you know, talking, sitting down. And just another thing, you know, sitting down and talking to her father, you know, uh, we really did a great job together of planning this wedding out, making sure it was paid for as men. You know what I mean? That's what it's there for. He had planned for his daughter getting married years in advance. You know what I'm saying? That's what real men do. That's what real fathers do. Um, you know, definitely rest in peace to a, a, a super, super great father-in-law. You guys see what I'm saying? We're talking about real men here. This ain't no, no these, these weirdos out here. You know, my father, her father, my grandfather. This is this is greatness, and, and I'm telling you, ladies, you deserve, your kids deserve great men. We me think about that, Corey. I mean, you see, you see a lot of these fruitcakes out here, not great men.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're they're not. They are not at all. Not good examples. Half of these um, guys out here, you know, pretending to be straight but wearing skinny jeans. It's just an embarrassment. <laughs>
2: like crazy. Well, let's
1: go back to the real men.
0: You know, and and that's I don't blame the men for wearing the skinny jeans. I blame the women for having sex with the men in the skinny jeans. If these guys are getting some from somewhere. You know, we got to talk about these men But so here's the thing and This whole financial thing He wants to be in a position financially to provide for you We talked about that earlier That's just an, an excuse to be able to string you along To keep you, um, you know, keep you wanting more And keep you, you know, anticipating something That's really, at the end of the day, never coming It says you really respect that he cares so much about you He doesn't care about you If he cared about you, he'd marry you You know so that's, I mean, that's basically the, it says, what's the best way to communicate your feel, your feelings without offending him? Offending him, this guy's having sex with other women. That's the only reason it's been two years, because he's been so busy having sex with other women. And you're worried about offending him. It's ridiculous. And when you have a, a healthy level of self-esteem, you don't have to worry about that foolishness. Like I was watching Love and Hip Hop. Love and Hip Hop uh, Atlanta, and uh, you know I know y'all watch. Uh, you seen on there Waka Flocka's uh, fiance? Have you seen her, Courtney? I I've, I've seen her
1: before. I don't watch the show, but I know who you're talking about.
0: Yeah, she. Um, let me just say, and this is this is totally unrelated, but she's she's very attractive. You know what I'm saying? She's actually absolutely gorgeous. Me and the fellas were talking about that. Now she's a good example. Okay of 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 someone who is naturally beautiful. Um and I'm just being honest. I mean, this is this is just keeping it real Friday. There's no need to lie. See, there's a difference like she's a very she seems and I don't know her person, but I'm just saying from what we see, uh she does not appear to be um you know, fake. Um has a a, a very natural look to her and it even has like a very docile um uh, Meek kind of personality Doesn't she seems to be a You know a court, uh, unfortunately You know dealing with someone Like Waka Flocka But as far as you know from a physical standpoint And just she seems not to be like Your Chrissy or your Evelyn You know from a uh, bad like not like Those types of women so Just thought I would give you my, my thoughts on her um, But yeah so I've lost my train of thought For a second let me, let me go back to go back to my notes here because yeah she's definitely uh and in the man i just i'm not saying this but I've heard from a few different men courtney that she's she's you know a, a, what we would consider a dime All right? mm-hmm. so I just want to put that out there and, and pass along to you guys what is being said in the barbershop okay now as far as um what was I going to, what was the whole point of, oh love and hip-hop um. Actually, no. What were we just talking about, Courtney? You made me lose my whole train of thought.
1: How did I make you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, she made me lose my train of thought. Yeah, this keeping it real Fridays, man. You know, mm-hmm. seriously. No, nah, I was talking about something. No, nah, loving hip hop. Uh, and Lynn. Well, we'll come back to it whatever. But anyway, the whole point of is on this is what's the best way to communicate your feelings without offending him, ladies. The reality is when when a man loves you, it's you know, you won't have to worry about anything. Not communicating your feelings, not bringing up the topic of marriage, not proposing. He will take care of all of that for you, plain and simple. All right. I actually want to. Were there any questions about that? Were there any uh, any, any clarific uh, additional clarification that was uh, that was needed about that?
1: No, I thought like that was uh, crystal clear. Let's,
2: because
0: <clears throat> I, I want. I know a lot of people in in the thread. Um, had some questions about it. I, you know, one woman on the thread she said, "You know, this is a great one, Daton. I have to admit that I have no idea how to effectively have this conversation. I'd have an issue with the lack of progression at this point. I would have cut my losses a long time ago. You know, now I agree with that last thing. I would have cut my long my losses. That's so everything before that is irrelevant. She said." I have no idea how to effectively co- have this conversation. There is no way to effectively have that conversation because it's a conversation that shouldn't be had. You see what I'm saying? Um, Latanya, she says, look, I don't know. And shout out to Latonya. <laughs> she said, hey, she keeps it real. I get, Let me give that the thumbs up real quick. She said, "I just, look, I don't know. And that's okay. That's what we're here for. That's why I'm saying y'all don't have to be afraid to answer these questions or even answer these questions incorrectly or anything like that because that we're gonna go over it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's cool. That's you know we're here to explain it. Um, that's why I say I, I say I'm gonna start tagging people. People try to don't I'm not the one to be ignored, guys. I will tag y'all. Might as well. when You see these questions? Answer them because I will just tag you. You know what I'm saying? But uh, now, Terry. Gave an interesting answer. Let's read it. Let's see what she says. Dating for a couple of years, I believe, is way too long with only discussions of marriage. This man is not viewing me as a wife, but as his comfortable whore. He's giving me a lot of excuses as to why he's not ready to set a wedding date, and that's all fluff, aka BS. When a man sees what he wants, He sets out to get it, and this man got what he already wants. The best way to communicate my feelings to him is to not. The best way to handle this toxic relationship is to say bye. uh, Seek self-esteem and go back to serving one master, Jesus Christ. Give myself time with the one who loves me, Jesus. Be grateful I've been given wisdom in this situation and praise God for that blessing, amen Wow, let me just say, I mean, Terry is, uh, you know, has really come a long way She calls in from time to time You guys have got a chance to know her over the last year or so But I'll be honest with you guys That is an absolutely flawless answer Flawless I mean, that is the epitome of how this question should be answered you know, if she wants love, if she wants to be viewed, if you, uh, if and when you understand what it looks like when a man truly loves a woman, and Terry absolutely gets it, okay, and and she's come a long way. And I just, I'm just so proud of Terry, um, you know, for overcoming certain situations in the past. Uh, and uh, you know, if you guys are, you know, like Latanya said, I don't know. Scroll down and read Terry's answer because that is the absolute perfect answer. What did you think about her her response to that?
1: I was, like, smiling. I wanted to give her a standing ovation for that, because that was an excellent answer. That was, like, really good. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of her.
0: Another young woman said, we've been together for years now, so money isn't hindering the relationship. That's an excuse, It's no reason we as a couple can't get this money together. The only conversation I'd be having is to end the relationship. Excellent. That was Zoe, Zoe Redbird. Shout out to her. Excellent answer as well. Another young woman says, as hard as it may be, uh, you need to be brutally honest and tell him it's time for this relationship to end. If he really thought of you as a wife, he wouldn't want to wait a few more years. This man is checking for better options. Excellent Nadine, excellent, 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 excellent point. This man is checking for better options. That's exactly what he's doing. You see this? I love these questions. I love these answers because it shows the progress. So many. Let me just tell you guys something. I'm just telling you guys. You guys are better than other women out here for listening to this show. You guys are going to be better and have a, a, a step up on other women in this. Competition, because that's really what it is A competition for love Because you're getting the proper information You're getting the proper knowledge And it shows It shows from questions like this And you guys are getting These answers don't just come These answers come from listening to the show They come from private counseling You know, you see what I'm saying? Uh, Aaron says, I agree, Daydon. The first sentence was a red flag to me Dating someone for a couple of years If things were going that great We would already be married by now also with us discussing marriage there wouldn't really be a discussion if he wanted me to be his wife he would make it happen and not just discuss it i can honestly see this situa- or see the setup in this situation excellent uh so you know, what what else we have here uh, i mean these are pre- I mean pretty much everybody got the uh got the gist of it you know got the gist of. See, that wasn't so hard, was it, everybody?
2: Oh no, I don't want to answer. I'm scared. What are you what are you scared of? <laughs> you scared of, man? You know, let's let's
0: um I want to do another one. There was another one that I want to I want to listen to this song and dissect these lyrics briefly, but there was another one that I um I don't think we did this one. The the, the one I said uh you've been dating a man who you met at church. And after two weeks, he reveals that you he used to, reveals to you that he used to be a gang member and sell drugs. What do you do? Did yeah, we, we did already that. go over on that one,
1: Courtney? Yeah, we did that
0: one. Uh see, so you just he you just uh, you know, your what old I mean? you memory. Just nope, in.
1: don't blame me. Don't blame me. I feel that coming. <laughs> well,
0: can you refresh our memories as to why that was a <laughs> refresh my memory as to why that was, um, or what what your answer was to that?
1: My answer was that it was a rap for me because that's not someone I want to be with. Even though that was in his past, that's, that's just not what I want. So um, I said I'd keep it moving. Right.
0: Here's the thing. When it comes to love, you know, I feel like, you know, when you are dating somebody, everyone has a past. And just to kind of just touch on it because I think a lot of women are very sensitive uh, about that. And I say women because men typically don't care We have like a it is what it is type of attitude But, you know, I've found that many women have done certain things That they are, based on society standards, ashamed of uh, You know, they have guilt They have some type of uh, resentment But, you know, the Bible says that you don't have to have That's a lie of the devil, okay You don't have to be shameful or have guilt Bible says to be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So you don't have to have shame about what you've done. If you did it, own up to it and keep it moving. All right, guys. You know, and I think that you know, is that something you ever struggle with the, the shame from past situations? Yes,
1: it's just feeling embarrassed that I allow myself to even you know, subject myself to that treatment and, you know, just feeling embarrassed about it, not wanting to talk about it.
0: Right. This is what I want to do. I want to play this. Uh, I'm going to play the Michael Bolton uh, version of of, uh, of When a Man Loves a Woman. And, I want, and then I want to just briefly talk about the lyrics to it because I really want to fully illustrate what it looks like when a man loves... I mean, I'm talking about Truly loves women In fact If you guys heard Our special on uh, Jason's Lyric A couple of years ago Actually we did that That was a classic show Jason's Lyric Where we talked about uh, uh, Alan Payne And and, and, uh, Jada Pinkett And you know what I'm saying That was just a classic show Check that out if you missed it We did another show on um, How to love a black woman The right way Which I believe Was a barbershop talk With myself And Marv And Lewis And James And old head steve you know what i mean like we really talked about you know what it looks like when a man loves a woman what it looks like when um you know when we're truly viewing you in that way and what you know the types of things that will be done so just check out the archives any of these shows we throw out make sure you jot them down and you know search for them but uh listen up real quick this is the uh uh the michael bolton version of when a man loves a woman All right, guys, <clears throat> that was Michael Bolton's version of When a Man Loves a Woman. And that's just a great song. I mean, whether it's him or I started to play the Percy Sledge version. I, I played that last time around when we did the show a couple of years ago, and uh, so I figured I'd switch it up this time. Just a, just a great song, great lyrics. What did you think about
1: it? I really enjoy it because it just really touched on just how a man feels and, like, how he would give the last of what he had. For
0: that woman that he really loves Yeah It's deep because you know And this really um, speaks directly To the question that we Just tackled about finances And you know A lot of times it's about distance Or career Or you know and you guys know how Whatever even if it's not those things You guys ever been been in a relationship And it's just like That issue that prevents you from taking it To the next level you know what issue I'm talking about. It could be anything. Whatever issue y'all know that y'all just clash on or you don't see eye to eye on or, or that chick or that guy or that, whatever it is, he, he plays upon that and uses that as the reason for why, you know, he can't take, y'all can't take it. It's all a setup. It's all designed to control you. And as the song says, you know, when a man loves a woman, there's nothing else that matters. Okay, in fact, let's go through the lyrics real quick, and then I just thought of this, I actually want to do, we have a little bit of time, I actually want to play one more song for you, if y'all don't mind, because this is, just, this is maybe even more so than this song, truly epitomizes what it looks like when a man loves a woman, but give me a minute on that, but look, so, when a man loves a woman, he can't keep his mind on nothing else, right? He can't... See, that's what y'all got to realize. See, this young woman from St. Louis, she was just saying, well, you know, there's been a number of red flags, and there seems like there's maybe other women. Listen, he won't have time for that, you know, because his mind is going to be on you. That's why it says when a man loves a woman, he can't keep his mind on anything else because his mind is stuck on you. If he's all distracted and all these other things, he's not thinking about you, and he doesn't love you. Because it says when a man loves a woman, he can't keep his mind on nothing else. He changed the world... For the good thing he's found Now he's going to really try his best to do that Right Now if she's bad he can't see it Because you know it says she can do no wrong Now that's not necessarily You know what I'm saying right But the, the point of it is in the, in the You know what I'm saying when things are right Meaning right with God right with the two of you You know She's not going to do any wrong She's not going to be perfect but she ain't going to do no wrong You know and things are going to flow You know, and he's just—that's just how he's gonna see her. You know, he's gonna see her as infallible, as almost perfect. We did a show on the perfect wife. We gave you a blueprint, myself and Marvin, the rest of the guys, a blueprint on how to be the perfect wife. You're sitting here listening to this show, but you haven't heard our special on the definition of the perfect wife. You you, might—you know what I'm saying? You gotta listen. One of the great things about Terry is that I can say is she actually listens to just about every show that we've done and and is uh you know really getting into those archives and catching up on on you know almost you know ten years of shows so you know that that's you know that the private counseling that's the success model for love, you know listening every night getting you know doing these weekly sessions with me privately. I mean, you're going to have love. You're going to have everything They're going to have the that knowledge that that's needed, um, and so that's a great example of someone who sees that. Uh, what else? Turn his back on his best friend if he put her down. Now, this can mean a couple of different things, but at the end of the day, he's not going to let anybody or anything disrespect you. You know, you guys ever dealt with someone where they put their friends before you? They put hanging out with their friends. You know, they allowed their friends to, to coerce them into having sex with other women. You know, all types of stuff. Well, this is something that, you, that your friend, his friends or he has allowed his friends to proposition you, you know, sexually. His friends have ran trains on you. His friends, you, you know, or, or done inappropriate things. That is inappropriate. That's why it says he would turn his back on his best friend. For putting you down, that's, you you know some of these guys how close they are to their friends. That, that's pretty significant,
1: right? Yeah, it is. It is. But I I like what you said, like how just the opposite of that. What it looks like when a man does not love you, and how you know he will let his friends disrespect you. I can relate to that aspect of it. Well, yeah,
0: exactly. And that's the the thing about it that a lot of women don't get. <clears throat> And this is really again, if there's, there's only two ways that a man views a woman, it's either as he loves you and he views you as his future wife, or he views you as a hoe. Well, every man knows that if you have a hoe, if you have a friend with benefits, if you have a freak, a Friday night jump off, whatever it is, the only purpose of those women, please understand this, is to disrespect those women to their friends by showing you, showing them your naked pictures the videotape that they have hidden in the bookcase that they're secretly videotaping you, the cell phone porn. That, you know, what good is cell phone porn if you can't show your friends, right? I mean, what good is is having a, a, a super freak in the bed if you can't brag about it to your homies? You're saying, you, I mean, ladies, let me just ask you a question. Just out of curiosity, do you really think men really enjoy having sex with you that much? Men don't really like sex. I was listening to you all night Now you tripping dead No, listen I got to listen Everything I say is true I know exactly what I'm talking about When you factor in And let's just say hypothetically You're a 35 year old man Okay, 32, 33, 35, whatever, 40 You most likely are well established in your career You have, you know, your finances in order in many cases You've got, you know, a lot to live for so if you decide that you just want to go out and you have sex with one of these little freaks out here, you know, these gold-digging tramps, if y'all watch Ray Donovan, you guys know what I'm talking about, what these women are willing to do. Get the turkey based around, freezing your eggs, trying to set you up, poking holes in the condoms, all these types of stuff, right? So it's, after you get to a certain point, if you're smart, you're not really wasting your time having sex with these women, it's no it becomes more trouble than it's worth. you got to show them where the bat cave is. you got to try to avoid them popping up, causing drama with other women. a lot of times it's not even worth it. You see what I'm saying That's why a lot of these celebrities you know they're they're going to these these brothel services, these escort services, you know so that they can ensure that you know I know that's what happens right. These Kobe Bryant type athletes—the reason you don't hear about all these scandals is because when they want to have their jump offs, they they actually go to services for that, where they sign disclosure statements. That's why otherwise you there'd be all types of bloggers and people going. You hear all that stuff in the news. They're not having sex with these average women out here, not like they used to because they don't want to mess around and catch a rape charge. When you go to these services, they ensure that you don't have that. You know they, they specialize in discretion. You ever thought about that, Courtney?
1: No, I hadn't. But that But I sense. mean, think about it. Think about it. If you just, you know,
0: these Chris Brown types of dudes, you just have sex with any and every old body, Trey Song, be, there'd be lawsuits, there'd be all types of extortion. Plot. I mean, there'd be all types of stuff that you'd be hearing about on the news. No, there's a reason. So what I'm saying to you is, you know, the the whole point of dealing with those types of women, if you're going to do it, you're definitely not doing it just for your own enjoyment, you're, you're going to get some props from it. You know, if you like back in the day, I mean, and this is—I'm just being honest with y'all. You know, we would go to the barbershops shops, and everybody, you know, you would only get the numbers of women who you'd be able to get props from from your homies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the woman in the club that, that was trying to say, "Oh, where's your friend at?" He wasn't even claiming her. He didn't even go over to. He avoided her all night. Why? because he that he wasn't getting no props from me and he knew that that's why now I bet you if she would have been if she would look like making good of somebody I bet you he would have did I used to there were times I would take women to the club specifically just to show show them off you know what I'm saying that's that's what it was ladies and I'm not saying it was right I'm just being honest with you guys so you know what it is okay so the point of this whole thing is you know he would turn his back on his best friend if he put you down. Okay, but that's, but the flip side of that is if he doesn't love you, the whole point of it is to put you down. That's deep, Courtney.
1: Yeah, it is. That's so true.
0: That, that's the whole reason for it. There is no all other reason. So, Again, if you're dealing with somebody for two years, if you're dealing with somebody for two months, no commitment, no firm plan of being together for the future, you're being disrespected, You whether you know it or not. Those pictures that you send him are being forwarded. Okay? That's why y'all should, if you missed our show on sexting, you know what I'm saying, videotapes, you know, cell phone porn, naked pictures, you know, all that stuff. You definitely check out that special that we did on it, you know. Uh, but yeah, so there's that. Now when we talk about this finances thing, I mean it says here in the song that he'll spend his very last dime, okay. Trying to hold on to what he needs, he give up all his comforts and sleep out in the rain. If she said that's the way it ought to be, now I'll just be honest. Now I'm not sleeping out in the rain, okay. But y'all get the. You know what I'm saying? You get the point here. <laughs> I'm not giving up my comforts. I'm not, you know, I'm not giving my life. No, I, but I can be honest with you. though. That's what a man will do. A lot of women think, "Oh no, I want to get my money right now." Forget the money. You will be the reason his money is not right, which is okay to a certain extent because it's he's spending it on you. Cause that's what a man will do. That's why, you know, it's so easy to spot the BS when men are saying, well, no, I just want to, you know, I'm not where I want to be financially. What do you mean? The whole point of being where you want to be financially is so you can have a woman to to provide for. What good is anything else if you don't have a woman? You know, it's everything is for women. A lot of women don't get that, whether it's the clothes we wear, the shoes we put on our feet, the car we drive, the rims, are, it's all for women. It's either to get the woman or to impress other women, the hoes, the jump offs, the groupies. It's all for that, you know. And a lot of it is for you know our friends and impress them. But I mean, a lot most of it comes back to just you know women. So, and I, that's just being honest. Yes, that can be immature and ridiculous. That's why, as a married man, I, I care a lot less about the things that I used to care about before, the, the clothes and the you know, whatever it was, the name, brand, who cares? None of that matters. Now it's all about making sure my daughter has that stuff. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm saving up. I'm getting some stuff ready for my, my son who will be arriving, you know. And, and you guys realize it's a wrap, right? Like, it's just it's going to be over. He's just going to be the, the flyest kid, you know. And that's just, you already know that, Courtney. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. But I mean, that's just guaranteed, you know. But I'm so excited about that. But that is what it's going to be. It's not going to be about you uh, as a man anymore. It's going to be then about, you know, your, your woman, your wife, making sure she has the best things, and your kids. And, and that's really what real men do. And But more importantly, it's what a man does when he loves his woman. And a lot of women are listening and saying, wow, you know, I, I didn't really experience it. That's okay. But now this, this Tonight Show is just about understanding so we can set you up to get that for you know for in the future says, well, this man loves you, woman, I gave you everything I have, trying to hold on to your heartless love, baby, please don't treat me bad when a man loves a woman deep down in his soul, she can bring him such misery if she's playing him for a fool. see now that, that that's that's the thing about this song, you know because a lot of women, and we talked about this a, a few years ago when we did our show on the emotions of a black man. That was probably one of my f- personal favorite shows because we, we really got deep with it. We We really got deep into what makes a man cry. We got deep into what makes a man love, what we feel, you know what I'm saying, like all that stuff. And a lot of women never end up seeing that side of us. You know, it says... When she's playing him for a fool, she can bring him such misery, you know, deep down in his soul. Well, it takes a lot to even get to our soul to begin with. So when things don't work out, it's going to affect us. But the problem with it is if you're never in his soul and he really doesn't care about you, then when things go awry, it's not going to bother him. That's what you guys are Used to sing because you you he never cared about you to begin with so you're crying yourself to sleep at night on a Friday night he's out there in the clubs posting pictures on Instagram popping bottles you're like whoa what the, oh, I thought we just we just broke up yesterday well that's because you, you he never cared you know because you were you were never exclusive and remember if you're never exclusive then that means he didn't care because when he cares things are going to be exclusive see how that goes Courtney. Basically, So that's that's basically how that goes. That's that song. Um, but there's another song. There's another song that I wasn't even really going to play tonight. But like I said, hold on, let me see if I can find it real quick. This is actually one of my favorite songs right here. I'm going to see if you know it, Courtney. What you know about my man, Gerald Levert?
1: Anything
0: about him? Not, Not really.
1: much of his stuff, no. What, what song is it? Oh, gosh.
0: Listen, I want you all to listen to this song. This is a classic song right here. This song, this is old school R&B. This is real R&B. This is when men sang from the heart. This is when men were not afraid to express themselves. Men were not afraid to be vulnerable and tell you straight up, Sam Cooke, Marvin Gaye, you know, Gerald Levert, Eddie Levert. Hey, look, this is what I'm feeling. You know what I mean? I love you, and I'm not afraid to tell you. It's not about the games. Baby, baby, please. You know, James Brown. You know what I'm saying? Remember when he was like, please? of the, the please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's real R&B right there. You know what I'm saying? When you just sitting there begging. Like, that's how I'd be like, or, and my wife is mad at me. I'd be like, oh, please. <laughs> Really <laughs> i be begging She, be, she locks me out of the room I'd be, I be begging Like yo Please let me in uh, now, you, now, now Y'all know That doesn't happen But you guys Get my point though <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> Now seriously <laughs> This is old school R&B right here I'm a, Listen to these lyrics Listen to these lyrics We're gonna come back And we're gonna talk about them. This is Gerald Levert. I'd give anything It's a classic song just telling y'all don't don't tune out, don't go to the bathroom you know I know it's been three hours but listen to these lyrics and these lyrics will change your life as far as understanding what goes on in the mind of a man when it comes to love Listen up we'll be right back. Absolutely just crazy just off the chain, off the wall, all time classic song. Am I was I lying, Courtney?
1: No, that's that's a really good song, powerful
0: lyrics. Oh you see see y'all don't y'all don't understand. Let me tell you something, man. I was that dude, you know, we had this, this, this place called South Street, you know, where everybody goes in Philly or everybody used to go back in the day, but like the the hangout spot you know, for whatever your city is and we would just go down there chill, all these wannabe thugs be blasting Biggie and Tupac and all that stuff. We we'd be down there blasting Gerald LeVert, you know, blasting Avant, you know what I mean, uh Maxwell, this woman's work, you know, and that just that the the women would just flock to the cars, man. It was crazy. You know how I many numbers we got off of Maxwell, this woman's mm-hmm. work just craziness. You see what I'm saying? And <clears throat> what a lot of women don't really understand a lot of times is that this song, songs like this, epitomize, you know, exactly what our whole plight was, you know, in the in our late teens, all throughout our twenties. This is what all men want. This is it right here. It's not about these you know, these fake players, you know what I'm saying, wanting love want, excuse me, wanting sex and Jump offs and friends with benefits. This is it right here. It's I'd give anything to fall in love. Okay? You guys, this was my whole, I used to play this song before, when I was single, waiting and looking forward to what I have now. So don't let these guys out here convince you. You know, oh, no, I'm I'm not ready for that right now. I'm just trying to chill. I'm just trying to take things slow. That's BS. How Joe LaVert said it. You can't have men, all men are different, yes, but there's some things that are just how all men are. And everyone, listen to what I'm saying, everyone would give anything to fall in love. Okay, trust me on that. Whether they're honest with it, whether they're, you know what I'm saying, whatever, this is what they want. Let's go through these lyrics real quick. Is that cool with you, Courtney?
1: Yeah. I got them pulled up. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, Oh, see, see, now Courtney is proactive. How many of y'all pulled up these lyrics so you can follow along until I know a lot of you do? That's what's up. Let's look here. <clears throat> it says here, I'm waiting for someone who could turn my life around. See, and this is what, just use me for an example. My life, like I told y'all, was in shambles. You know, yeah, I was a player. Yeah, I made a lot of money. Yeah, I did a lot of things. You know, but it was not the way I wanted it to go. That's what we're looking for is someone who can take us out of that, who can who can assist us. Obviously, like I tell you, the you know there's the player stage, and there's the dog stage in the beginning, then the player then the ready to settle down. You know, we, we it's a decision that you know we have to go through on our own. We have to make on our own, a process we have to go through on our own. But at the same time, once we get into that ready to settle down stage, there, that's what we want, someone who can totally Turn our life around Take us 100% out of that stage And lead us to that next chapter of our life Okay it's exactly what we talk about every night Says someone who could make me feel The way I used to feel But she never comes Says I'm searching That's You guys We're hunters Bible says He who finds a wife Or how do you find something Well you find someone by searching now, this is where it gets deep. And there's a, this is nothing so far. The end of this song is where it gets really crazy, really deep. It says, I'm searching, but there's no one that I'd care to talk about. See, here's the, this is, this is uh, uh, exceptional here because, ladies, you know, Gerald he's an old school player. Myself, I, I'm an OG player. You know what I mean? Like, that, I was that guy. You know what I mean? Gerald Howard, OG player. Like, a lot of these guys out here, Marv, OG player. You know what I mean? Like, these are guys from back in the day. These are, like, you know what I'm saying? Dudes who could get any woman, you know, just like that. So we we, we could get numbers. Osho, OG player. You know, he knows, he like, you know what I mean? He may not seem like though You
2: know what I mean? should be
0: up in the club. This dude... Yo, this dude used to be doing the dougie, the dougie on on these chicks, man. He used to be putting his hand. I'm like, yo,
2: what you doing, man? He's like, yo, he's about to do
0: it. He's about to do it. He straight do the dougie on hes like while he's getting his grind. I'm like, whoa, oh, she a wild dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yeah, he doesn't like me telling that story, but hey, listen, we're all old, old school players. So, when you're up to the, you know, to be a player. You know what I'm saying? You you're gonna have a stable full of women. You're gonna have a number of different phone numbers in your you know in your rolodex. And um, but the key key uh, stanza here is, but there's no one that I'd care to talk about. How are you, Gerald Levert? And you got all these women. He had the curly hair, so you know he had the women. You know what I'm saying? Y'all you know y'all get with that. Make, you know, get look, hey, so what if it was an S curl? Y'all ain't care? You know, y'all,
2: y'all
0: love that. Oh, shoot. He got curly hair. We got some pretty babies. Y'all, 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 y'all know how y'all be. So, but it's, there's no one that I'd care to talk about. I'm focusing on this because it's, it's significant. Okay? All of these women that I can relate to that. I could have ten women in my phone, but not one of them that i bring home to mom. No one that I'd care to talk about. All the lovers in the world, they don't amount to much. You look at Trey Songs and we did our show on Sex Ain't Better Than Love, where he said, this is Trey Songz. he invented sex, you know what I'm saying, or so he claims, right, that that doesn't amount to much. All the lovers in the world, no matter if it's a new school player or an old school player, we all got this. You've had all the lovers in the world. It, I've had a number of lovers. I've had the Beyoncé's, the Megan Goods, and the Beyoncé was at the bottom of it. But I'm saying I've had the, the fake beauty, the, the voluptuous, you know, all that, Nicki Minaj. I've had a number of women that look just like Nicki Minaj. Are you laughing, Courtney? Are you laughing?
1: Keep going. I didn't it's know so you were me.
0: Why are you laughing? I
1: was laughing at the part where you said uh, Beyonce was at the bottom of the barrel. It was just funny. Keep going. Oh, she
0: was. Trust me.
2: Yeah. Like,
0: I'll be on Waka Flocka. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, his, his, his like somebody like that, his wife was, like, right at the top. You know, Beyonce, let me stop before I get in trouble, but that's not beauty. Beyonce is not beautiful. People think she is. She's I, She's hideous. Rihanna is not beautiful. They're disgusting. You see what I'm saying? That's not even sexy. That's not attractive to men. But you, to be beautiful, you have to have a beautiful personality. And that's what makes a woman sexy is how she acts, how she carries herself, you know, her looks, the natural aspect of her looks. Those are the things that make a woman special. You know, the fake beauty with that nasty attitude that I, I woke up like this, I woke up like this. Like, Yo, what are you saying? You dirty chick, I mean. Gosh. Anyway, so all the lovers in the world don't amount to much because what I really want is just one true love. That, I mean, we could stop right there. That's that really epitomizes everything that we're here for tonight. All the lovers in the world don't amount to much because what I really want is just one love, one true love. And I'd give anything and everything to fall in love. Just this one time, I'd like to find what I've been dreaming of. Ladies, did you know that these men at home dream about the things that we talk about every night on this show? We dream about finding a wife. Did you know that, Courtney?
5: No,
1: I didn't.
0: Did you know that I dreamed about finding a wife prior to, you know, getting married? I did, only because you
1: told us, but if you hadn't, I wouldn't have
0: thought that. That's it. It's, I, y'all think I'm joking when I tell y'all the number one most important thing to a man is finding a wife. I, th- we're talking about this today. Gerald LaVert wrote this song, well, I mean, this was years ago. But how many other songs about true love you know, you have to go back some years because nowadays they don't really make R&B like that. That really is honest, honest R&B. Now they, and this is all the media. That's why they've, they've taken this type of me There are no Gerald Leverts out there anymore on mainstream radio because they want you guys to think that it's all about sex. That's why they've, they've taken out the Gerald Leverts, the Tyrese's, the Jaheems, the Tank's, the Marvin Gaye's, the Sam Cooks. All those guys, Otis Redding, they actually sang about true love, and then they've replaced it. You know what I'm saying? With 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 these new school guys, that's all about sex. You know, Chris Brown and and uh, you know August Alcina, You know, it's, it's all it's all about just one night stands, and that's not what love is. That's not. Not only is that not what love is, but it's not what what men want. You see what I'm saying? You got to go backwards to hear the truth. So it says, oh, man, what I've been dreaming of, well, I could find someone to hold me. And you guys know what that means. You know what I'm saying? But that would not be enough. But I'd give anything to fall in love. See, that's that's basically what it. You know, if I was sitting here, you know, single, a single guy on a Friday night, I could find someone to lay with. That I don't think you guys... Would think that would be hard to do. You know, Marv, when he was sitting up here on a Friday night doing a Keeping the Road Fridays and he would tell these stories and, you know, share his, his, you know, situations with y'all, he didn't have to do that. He could find some. He could go out and find someone to, you know, get it in with. But he's saying that that would not have been enough for him. That wouldn't have been enough for me. That wouldn't have been enough for Gerald Howard. That wouldn't have been enough for Gerald Lavert. Anybody. See what I'm saying? We, but we want what's you know what's what's true love. Says now I lay here. <clears throat> That's why he says. He says I'm laying here. I'd rather not be sleeping by myself, staring at the wall. I question it all. Will she ever come? I. This is me right here, guys. This was me on a Friday night back in the day, or I should say a Saturday morning, four o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? Two o'clock in the morning after a night out coming home, had a good time with the homies. But at the end of the day, coming home to an empty bed, if I chose to, which was on the regular because at the after like I, like I told you, after a certain point it was like, What's the point? What's the you I know, mean, what's the what do I get out of this? Okay, you come back to the crib, we do what we do. I gotta make up an excuse of how I gotta get up early, so you can, you know, politely excuse yourself at three forty-five in the morning, wondering why can't you just spend the night? Well, I don't want you to spend the night because I don't know you. And it's like who, who wants to deal with all that? You know what I mean? Who wants to deal with all that? Nobody wants to have sex with someone they don't really have feelings for. That's not enjoyable. It may seem like it is. Society it may tell you that it is, but it's not. But you guys already knew that, though, didn't you? But now you get to, you knew that it wasn't enjoyable from your perspective, but now you get to know that it's not enjoyable from our perspective as well. That's the, that's the difference. Um, <clears throat> we don't like it. it. says, he'd rather not be sleeping by himself, staring at the wall, questions it all. Courtney, I know you've questioned at times, will he ever come? Mhm. Did you know that we as men also have the same questions in many cases?
1: No, I didn't. I used to just think that it was just one sided, like meaning that it was just always the woman that really wanted the you know wanted love, and men could just take or leave it. I mean, I used to really think that. So.
0: No, I'll tell you something. It's it's not just women. In fact, it's in my opinion, it's more so than men. You know what I'm saying? Uh, more so with men, we are so almost obsessed with love. With, it's, it's our number one priority. Whereas, and that's how it should be, because we're the hunters. You guys are not supposed. You're supposed to put all your attention into just yourself, and you know, helping others and all that other stuff, and waiting for. The Bible says that you know, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Your goal, your job is to prepare yourself to be that good thing. Prepare yourself to be found. Our job is to be proactive and make something happen. So that's why it's actually harder. All y'all have to do is work on yourself and, and get you know have a great relationship with God and everything will fall in line. We have to go out and actually approach you, take you out, wine and dine you. Be like we have to do all that stuff. Y'all can just chill. All you got to do is work on yourself. That's it. So we we have you know in, in many cases the onus is on us basically, you know, and and in many and depending on our level of faith, which often as you guys can relate to can struggle at times depending on where you you know you walk with with Christ, you know, you may not have that faith. My faith wasn't always where it is and where it should have been. So I would question, will she ever come? You know? That's and that's real. A lot of men they go through the same thing. but again, we talk about this stuff. A lot of y'all thought, Oh he just they just talk about sports and football, this and no no nah, nah, nah. we talk about, you know, exactly what this song is about. It says uh I'm going to keep on making wishes. I'm going to keep on being strong. I won't settle for less than true love at its best. I'm going to keep on holding on. I would give and i give anything and everything to fall in love. Let's just focus on that for a second. I, what we talked about earlier in this show when we were talking about weaves. So if all men prefer real over fake, you know what I'm saying? That's what we're specifically looking for. Why settle for anything less than true love as best, exactly what we're seeking? And, again, it's not all about hairstyle, but it's about exactly what we want. That's everything. That's everything, whether it's height, whether it's weight, whether it's age, you know what I'm saying? There are, a lot of women want to act like we just are these mindless beings who just want to eat, drink, and have sex. No, we're very specific about what we want in a wife. Now, every man is different, mind you. Every man has a different, you know, like me, I want something different than Osho. Osho wants something different than me. But at the same time, we are very specific about we want what we want, and we, not he nor I, would have settled for less than what we wanted. So the question is to just understand, what does that man actually truly want? And then you work on being that. But the worst thing you guys as women could do, and this is about anything, not just hair or anything else, but to know what that man wants definitively, but then say, because you don't want to change who you've been, you know what I'm saying, don't, Oh, like, Okay, well now I know he wants this I know this is what he prefers But This is what I want to do So I'm going to do what I want to do And then you wonder why you're single Well no, because the the song says And the Bible says That you should not settle for less than true love Less than what you want to deserve The Bible says When you delight yourself in the Lord He'll give you the desires of your heart That means exactly what you want Okay Nothing less than that. So he says, Gerald Levert says, I'm going to keep on holding on. Um, I'm going to keep on being strong. Let's go back down. Um, I could find someone to hold me, but that wouldn't be enough. I give everything and anything to fall in love. What's your thoughts on this song, Courtney? Was this song new to you? You never heard this?
1: No, I wasn't a big Gerald Levert fan.
2: So, oh, no, I, I
1: hadn't. Yeah Not outside of um, LSG So What the heck (laughs) I'm just being honest But aside from that As far as In regards to the song I mean It's great Just to Take a look Into just How men feel You know Because I used to think Yes
0: LSG They only really had One song Courtney (sighs) And you know what that sure. song was, don't you?
2: <laughs>
0: you talking something outside of LSG, outside of that song? My body on your body, your body, baby. What the?
2: Heck?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to move past that, but yeah. So I never really listened to his solo stuff. Can we get back to the song?
0: <laughs> Courtney, do you like? Do you like uh, TGT?
1: No, I think they're ridiculous.
0: Tyrese, uh, Genuine and Tank. Yeah, right. Tyrese, Genuine and Tank. Gosh, man. Why why don't you like them?
1: I just think they sound better um, just as solo artists than as a group. I never heard. you, You said what?
0: They don't really sound good together, do they? No. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Not really. But yeah. So you know, I I just want, you know while you while you were talking, I went ahead and found a little something for you, Courtney. You know what I mean? You guys want to hear what I found for Courtney? Let's hear what, what Courtney liked from LSG.
3: Let's
0: see what she got going on here. Enough of that, Courtney. Get your mind out there, better. So, Courtney, get excited! Oh, in the in the middle of the night, my body's feeding for you. But what? No. Look, guys, I would I would like everybody right now to no just stretch their hands forward, okay? <laughs> and we're gonna pray for Courtney. I'm <laughs> saying, lay hands on Courtney through 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 the virtual means here. It's time to go to sleep, guys. Look, I hope pray for Courtney. I hope everybody has enjoyed tonight. I hope everybody has, uh, you know, learned something tonight. Just you know, from a, a male perspective about what we look for, you know, in a wife. You know, what it looks like when a man is truly in love with a woman, not just in love with her body, not my body all over your body, but I'm talking about your your mind your soul, you know, and and your body. Don't, because, you know, let's not get that twisted. That's something special within the context of a marriage, you know. So that's not an issue, you know, when, when, you know, when things are right. But that is not what it will be exclusively you know what I'm saying? And that's that's usually what it is when you're in a friend with benefit situation, when you're in a a, a non-exclusive situation. So, um, and, and Courtney, any last thoughts or comments, words of wisdom, things you'd like to leave with the people tonight?
1: Well, it was a pleasure as always just, you know, being on the show. And I just um, hope that the women that were listening really just took away from, you know, what you know men really look for in, in a future wife because a lot of us, you know, think that, you know, men have no emotions or, you know, they don't really want love, and that's not true, and so I just want to thank you, Deion, just for shedding light on, you know, your perspective on it as well.
0: Oh, yeah, and and that's really why I do the show here, because um, I like talking about myself. I like sharing personal experiences, because for me, you can't, Really help people without putting yourself Out there and I have no problem whether it's good Stuff whether it's stuff I've done From my you know my past that's not so good You know either way you know it's going to help Somebody recognize Certain types of behavior not make certain Types of mistakes not putting themselves In certain positions so if I can help Out in any way you know in, in facilitating That then that's what I'm going to do and uh, Hopefully you guys you know enjoy tonight's Show uh, last thing I'm going to play A song tonight I'll play one more song As we close out And this is another song, probably one of my top three favorite songs of all time. Something I used to play back to back to back to back. And this song really also, just like the other two songs, epitomizes true love. And if you guys have time, you know, listen. You know, don't tune out. Just listen to the lyrics of this song. You'll recognize it immediately as one of the best love songs of all time from one of the greatest uh, love song deliverers, if you will, of all time, my man Brian McKnight you know what I'm saying who who doesn't love Brian McKnight when it comes to you know love songs and things like that so I'm going to play this song but I would just say you know if you if you don't have what we're talking about tonight if you're not in love if a man is not viewing you as his future wife you know and you would like that for 2015 uh, not 2014 because this month, is, I mean this year is a wrap. You basically got it, you know what I'm saying. But if, if next year, this time you want love, you want to be in a relationship, call me 855 55 on Email info at trctoday.com to schedule a free 30 minute session with myself, Oshel, Courtney, and, and just start the process of uh, you know of getting everything that we've talked about tonight. So thank y'all for listening. Here's a little Brian McKnight. This is crazy love right here. One of the greatest love songs of all time. Listen up, listen to these lyrics. And uh, I'm going down to the shore uh, on uh, for a couple of days next week, so we'll, we you know we won't be uh, won't be live, but I'll get back with y'all next week, uh, you know live. And in the meantime, tune into some you know some classic rebroadcasts. But here's a little Brian McKnight, and I'll see y'all next time. Peace.